are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant and rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Sarge is in a, in a in a good state. He went to the bar before before we started the show. Uh, let me know if the adjustment of the of the audio. Um, Sarge is still training after 227 episodes. He's still trying to figure out how to talk in a microphone and and make sure he talks uh, correctly and loud. Um, I know I've been louder than him the last couple weeks. So, uh, on this week's show, episode 228, we're going to be talking about Microsoft. We're going to be talking about uh, Game Pass, X Cloud in general. Um, big moves, big things could be happening real soon when they release it in September. Uh, we're going to be talking about Anthem 2.0 loot system. Um, do you want to play it? Do you don't give a shit? We're going to be talking about stuff like that. We're going to be talking about Bungie, the 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 new DLC or the new week Solstice armors coming out this week. Everyone's excited except this guy right here. All right, except this guy right here. Uh, we're going to be talking about Avengers. We're going to be talking about Avengers because I don't know if you guys heard, but Spider Man is coming to PlayStation. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about exclusivity we're going to talk about sony we're going to be talking about the game itself as far as this is good or bad and we're going to be talking about uh the leveling system we're going to be talking about the stat system in particularly for a bit uh that'll be at the second half of the show for avengers other than that uh what have you been playing sarge you've been playing you've been playing anything oh me me oh um eso uh you've been playing a lot of eso i've seen yeah, I've been doing the uh, Skyrim section of ESO. Um, I've been playing uh, World of Warships a little bit because I wanted to see if the Transformer thing came out. It didn't come out right away yet, but uh, it, it is on the it is on the uh, title screen. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I really care, but uh, World of Warships. <laughs> oh, and, the, the, uh, the Transformers is coming out for World of Warships. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, no, listen, I don't you really, don't like that? I really don't. Uh, I, listen, you can't take something that was beloved, put it on something that's annoying, and then the beloved is going to erase the annoying. That's not how this works. All right, Sarge's got to speak up. Yeah, raise your voice or talk a little bit louder. I, I don't want to yell. Well, you're going to start yelling. You know you are. I, oh, I don't want to yell. Oh, the lights are flickering. We we might we might go out. I'm just letting you guys know. Bad, bad storm right now. <clears throat> All right, so. If you guys are, uh, real quick, Sarge, uh, before you continue, if you guys are live here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming, you can join the chat, be a part of the show. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, on the audio formats after, do appreciate you very much. Or if you're listening or watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you please hit that sub button over on uh, YouTube. Appreciate that. All right, so what else have you been playing, Sarge? Oh, World of Warships, ESO, and Destiny. What what is um what are you trying to do in Destiny right now? You're trying you're just trying to get to 1080, right? You're trying to get to 1080. The goal that I made up for myself is to get to 1080 
That's the goal I made for myself. I don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> I, I would have been there. I would have been there already if I didn't slow down. If I kept the same pace I was doing before, I would have been. I would be at 1080 right now. Even 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 if I was dicked over on pinnacles weekly, just by the leveling of the handicapped artifact, I would have been to 1080 already. Hmm. I've been playing. I've what been do you mean pl- only 1083 boxer? I'm gonna box your ears, bro. Tell me. I've only been I've been uh, playing grounded. I like I'm liking grounded. Grounded's uh, held my attention for the last like two weeks. Um, what else did we play? We played division the other day, which was fun. We just played it on normal last night with the with the Goonie squad. It was just fun bullshitting and having a good time playing that game. And then when we got to the the last manhunt guy, then we we put it up to legendary. Or challenging, whatever it is. And then, all right, so playing playing Destiny, right? Obviously, I've checked out. I've checked out of Destiny. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I got in last night. I enjoyed playing with you and Swifty into the Pit of Heresy. Something just but, but seemed you didn't really off. Play. You just kind of yeah. Just kinda, I just kind of hung out and, and went around and stuff. You know. You had no. You, you you were not shooting at anybody, so you weren't really playing. Yeah, I was just walking around. It was a walking simulator last night. It was actually pretty good. And I got a, I got a good drop of a of a thing that I can't use in six weeks. Right. It was two, yeah, but it was a two how... point. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just say I, I got I got uh no. I got a pair of boots. That was two points higher than what I got, so I didn't get screwed on the pinnacle, which was nice. But uh, I don't—I honestly don't care. I don't even care if I make it to level one hundred. I don't—I don't care. I'm done, and I—and—and and it's nothing bad against Destiny. I'm just—it's like senioritis. I've checked out. I've been in high school for six years. I've checked out. I've just like I don't—I don't care, right? You're in high school for six years in Utah. Yeah. Right, go ahead. Yeah. So I—I I just like whatever. And then today they came out with. The uh, the TWAB, and let me bring up the TWAB. We'll bring it up here, and they're talking about the solstice, the uh, the, the solstice stuff here. So let's bring this up. We'll go to the news section here. Walking sim. Uh, yeah, we're this is gonna be the shittiest podcast I can promise you of of uh, of Jul- July August. I don't know what's happening. What is happening right now? Look, it's fine. The stripper ex girlfriend. Uh, the the stripper ex girlfriend will put you back at will bring you back at some point. I don't know. I'll be honest. I think it's hey, over. Listen. I think it's over. Hey, listen. How good is it that before we even even collected any of the loot that I how long? Yeah, I know what week I'm getting what item. And what does that say about what does that say about RNG? Oh, <laughs> my wife just came in and said it's over. It's not over. I said what's not over? She's like. Your relationship with destiny. Sarge is robotic. Sarge is robotic. It's the most. It's the most. It's the most aggravating drop ever to get a dish towel. Yeah, the thunder drop. The thunder's crazy right now, Elite. I'm telling you, there's like a there's like a tornado outside my window, and here I am. Trying to do a podcast in the middle of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you're talking like a thousand miles an hour. Like you sped up the film. It's like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's what it looks like on my end. Oh, does it? Yeah, but the sound is okay on on stream. It looks okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. So this week in Bungie. Sorry, chat. We're we're doing it live. 
All right, this week in Bungie, we're getting ready for the Solstice of Heroes. Once again, it's time for the annual tradition of honing the Guardians and getting great accomplishments on of a, our free summer event, Solstice of Heroes. Starts next week, August 11th. Okay, let's get hype. Are you ready to get hype, Sarge? Let's watch the video. Let's get hype. No. Let's get hype. We're, we're watching the video. I, I, I don't think I can watch the video. We're watching the video. Get uh, hype. You watch the video. I, I will try to watch the video. Time for we're, we're getting hyped. You, I, I'm, I'm really hyped about it. The Solstice of Heroes is a time to honor the heroic acts of the Guardians of the Tower. Like I drink a gallon of sugar. <laughs> and Guardian, thank you for all you've done. Okay, that was exciting, Ooh. wasn't it, chat? Exciting. Let's, uh, did they have the, there it is. We'll, we'll keep it on that right there. All right, Destiny 2, Solstice of Heroes. Okay. The European Aerial Zone is coming back. It full of Hive Cabal fallen enemies, and you dispatch to defeat as many bosses as you can to the fire team of three, and then hunt the chest that are hidden uh, around the floating islands, and more bosses you can take down, the more rewards you will earn. Okay, the armor this year will have a new approach to the Solstice of Heroes armor that we think is going to give you a far more flexible on how you how you show off your solsticeness. Uh Similar to the previous years, you will start with a rare set and upgrade to Majestic Legendary set. Once you have all your legendary gear, you can start the final set of objectives to upgrade it to the Magnificent set. And here's a look at the objectives required: complete a Nightfall ordeal on a Master difficulty, complete a Nightmare hunt, complete the Pit of Heresy. Uh, win seven trials of Osiris matches and complete a tier five altar of sorrows three times. Completing this objective will unlock a white glow on your armor. You need to upgrade your armor and majestic during the Solstice of Heroes, but can continue to complete these objectives as the event ends. Okay, you can also continue to earn more randomly rolled pieces of magnificent set in the EAZ. Earning the Majestic Legendary set will unlock the option to purchase the Universal Ornament set from the Eververse. So. Oh, that's nice of them. That's nice of them, isn't it? That you can grind your ass off for about 100 hours so you can then pay them so you can get the ornament set for the Eververse and uh, either the silver or bright dust in the ornament will change the glow of the match, the elemental subclass color. Unlike last year, you won't need to purchase the individual glow uh, color glows. Each set or each class set will be able to display three different elemental glows and will match whatever subclass you have equipped at the time. So since the Elemental Glow sets are Universal Ornaments, you will also be able to apply them to any Armor 2.0 pieces instead of only being able to apply them to the Solstice Armor like before. As a bonus to all Elemental Universal Ornaments, will also support a fourth glow of players. Hold on, sorry. <laughs> Equip the Stasis subclass when Beyond Light releases this fall. One of our goals with the Solstice of Heroes armor was to prove the experience of earning over previous years, and there won't be any major armor updates. So once you earn the Majestic set, you'll be relevant up to the next year's event. The Elemental Glows being made into Universal Ornaments will assure you that you can use them on any of your high-stat armors going forward. Glows can't be toggled on and off for Universal Ornaments. That's why the year's glow are always on as they built into the Universal Ornaments. Yes, Sarge, go ahead. Continue. Oh, no, I'm done. All right, I'll try to remember. I don't understand why 
trying to invent something fun in the last season before a new content drop has to be so mundane and un it's just basically unfun trying to get solstice armor for the sake of getting solstice armor doesn't give you any incentive at all to actually do the actual what they call content i'm just confused like i understand it it once again i i'm a common sense person okay i i, I have a degree but i'm a common sense person okay uh, how many people at bungie do you have 600? a do you have a degree in common 400? sense is that what you 400? have a degree in? Well, what's the number of Bungie? We, we talked about it months before. Like, what's the number of Bungie? Oh, they're... 400? No, 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 they're in like 800. 800. 800? Yeah, okay. There's like 800 of them. So, seven. okay, so 800, 800 people. So, once again, this is my theory only, okay? I don't believe there's more than 100 people, maybe 150 people working on Destiny at any given time because they have an obligation to make the game for Tencent, and they also have this other game that they're working on that they're going to release at some time in the future. I believe it's a skeleton crew regurgitating the same game loop formula they think that's going to keep us interested until they invent something better, which, of course, is making a new class and making us play through the levels of the class just like we did with Solar. Right? We had to go through all the solar thing, right? We had to unlock all the solar stuff. We had to unlock the solar abilities, the solar grenades. Like, I understand that point of it. However, on the tail end of something that's coming out, the content is coming out. Number one, I do not believe that one new map area plus an area... Well, it's not new. That we've, Europa. Europa. Oh, no. One new, one, one new... Yeah, but you're talking, about the new, new, you're talking about the new content. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the whole thing, Okay. I don't see how that is just in the same category as fun. I don't get it anymore. I don't understand. They, it's lazy. It's lazy. I don't understand. It, are you are you really telling me? Are you really telling me somebody that invented this IP? Are you really telling me that in no way, shape, or form has anyone thought about coming up with a new game loop to make us want to play the game that you guys invented? It's the same. It's been the same for the last three years. Nobody's come up with anything different. It doesn't make sense it's, to me. It's the same. It doesn't make sense. It's the same armor set. Again. Oh, it's, it's aggravating. Right? It's aggravating. It's the, it's the same. I don't armor care set about Solstice. I don't care. I don't care. The, the Solstice armor. Here's what I don't understand. It's right in front of their face. It's right in front of their face. You can literally level this armor up from here and then make it better by wearing the armor and doing activities with the armor, right? Why isn't this in all of Destiny? Why isn't this all in Destiny? Why is it just this set? Okay. Regardless, it's here. Okay. I am very, very salty with my ex-girlfriend Destiny right now. Okay. We're we got in a fight. We're we're in a fight. We're separated for the for the fifteenth for the fifteenth time. You got into a fight. So so I'm just we're taking a break. We're taking a break. Uh, I deleted the number. For, I don't. I don't want to go back. You know. I just. She, she's called a couple times. It's like no. I'm. I'm with my new girlfriend. She Avenger. Got, right. She got, she's I'm, got a new. She's got. A, she's got a new burn phone. You'll figure out the number in about a week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm. I rather play, the 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 beta, that I have to go pre-order for for Avengers. Okay. Then play this game. The Solstice armor. It it it's just so aggravating because last year I I went for it. I, I went for the whole the whole thing, and then 
when the content came out for the next season, it was it was it was pointless, right? And I was like, what's the point? What's the point? Now, now I get it, right? Now they've changed it. They've changed it. Shards, they've learned. They've learned their way. And and now this year it's different. Now you get to play with the armor for at least a year. Okay. And they have changing colors on it that, that lasts for a while. And look, I, I know I'm salty right now. And I get if you if you guys like this and this is the, the same thing, right? You're you're a goldfish in a bowl, okay? I'm your owner. I put a castle in your in your fish bowl and you went, ooh, fish I got a castle. Yay! And then you swim over here. And then I, I reach in, I grab that thing out, I pull it out, and I, and I put in a little, little like, uh, diveman guy, right? Little, little guy. You come back over, you're like, and you're like, oh, yay, I got a, I got a diver guy. Man, sweet. And then six months later, I come back and put the castle, and you're like, yay, I got the castle again. That's what's happening right now in Destiny. And I and I feel like it's just, it's it's ridiculous at this point. It's six years, and I'm, I'm not mad at Destiny, but it's been six years. I, I played, congratulations, you got me. You got me to play over 2,000 hours between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. I've, I, I somewhat enjoyed more than half of that time, okay? And I just feel like it's, it's, a, it's a done game for me. I'll, I'll, play, I'll play the DLC when it comes out. I'll play it for 8 hours, 12 hours, and then I'll, I'm going to move on. This Solstice stuff, don't care. The, this is a time like no other, remember. This is a time oh, oh, like is, no other. This is in destiny. This is definitely this is definitely like a time like no other. Yeah, this is absolutely a hundred percent agree. Yeah, you've never experienced anything like this in Destiny ever before. This is their words. Season eleven, unlike any other time in Destiny. And I can tell you, it's exactly like every other time in Destiny. Every other time. It's a it's a lull. It's a lull. Okay. And It'll come out of the lull and then go back into a lull, right? And then the, the season comes and we're all going to be like, this season is going to be the best one ever. And then we're going to be like, that season sucked. But that one mission, did you see that one mission when you got to jump off that building and then Cade 6 came back and the stranger gave me a this and, 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 right? That's, that's, that's how it is, right? That's how it is. And I just don't care anymore. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers. Like, it looks cool. I'm I'm sure someone that just started playing right now that didn't know the Solstice armor was very, very excited. They're very excited. very excited. I I am not. I'm not very excited. Since D2 strikes are a waste of time, everything pretty much is a waste of time. Okay. Uh, me and Sarge were talking before the show. I go, "What are you going for?" He's like, "I want the Pinnacles to go to 1080." I go, "I find it funny." And I and I, I totally get he wants 1080. Okay. I don't play. But but, but, but wait, I, I said that as. I made up. Yeah, you made goal. up your own thing. Yeah, but that's what everyone's I doing. Up, they made up their made own, up own. Yeah, they're goal. making up their own goal, yeah. right? Yeah, I made up my own goal. So, yeah. so Sarge is going for 1080. I'm at 10, I think 1064, 65, whatever it is. Okay. I'm not going to do anything. Come November, what is it, 10th? Is that when it's coming out? November 10th, Sarge will be 1083, 1085. I will be 1067. Okay. And on day one, I will go do a mission. Blues will drop, and I will be 1090. Okay, and I will be so fucking mad <laughs> right. about that. Right? How is it you, you don't get to play, but the minute the new content drops, the first blue you get, you're going to be just as high as me, and I grinded for three months. Right? It's aggravating. But did you have it's fun? Did you have fun doing it? Your time those three months to go. So from, right, from, I will answer the question. Hold on, hold on. from a thousand, from a thousand to a thousand fifty, 
you went boom. And then from 1050 to 1080, you're like grinding uphill backwards with skis as a boulder's coming at you. And then the, I just skip over the boulder with a helicopter and meet you at the top of the mountain and say, I got, I got 1090, same day as you, 1090. It's, it's so aggravating. When you do something like that, number one, first and foremost, oh, it says to the it, I, it I totally forgot about to that. Them, Thanks, chat. You're going to go back to 1050. You're going back to 1050 when the, when the, when the content comes out. That's right. Right, because of the handicap. Yes. Right, the yes. handicap thing. Right, we are, that's a different kind of conversation. Uh, but the point is, it's like it's so aggravating. You, you are not respecting my time at all, right? Leveling up the crutch, and that's what the artifact is. Leveling up the crutch, because the artifact, and I'm sorry to say this, and I've said this numerous times, the artifact is an artificial band-aid. crutch. It's a band-aid. Right? The leveling system is broke. So instead of, fixing the, instead of fixing the leveling system, they put in a crutch, which lets you run bounties until you're blue in the face, and lets me go to the number I need, because the actual gear in the game won't drop enough or at the right level for me to level normally to play the content in the game. And instead of them actually fixing that, they said, don't worry about it. We're going to give you a crutch. You run around like a chicken. You do a bunch of stuff. Your number goes up, even though your number doesn't really go up. But your number goes up. You get to do the gear. You get to hang out with your friends. Everyone's happy. Done deal. See you next year. Like, that's not an answer. That is not an answer. The artifact is not an answer. It's yep. a band-aid. It's a band-aid. Okay? The leveling is broke. I get it, man. I like the game, too. I know why I play it. You know why you play it. But the point is, you can't deny it's fucking broke. Okay? It's broke. I want to play it. You, you are making me not want to play your game. Right? That's what you're doing. You invent something, say, here... Here's something to go for, Sarge. Why don't you go get it? Go get it, buddy. Go get it. And, like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in it. I'm not chasing the carrot. I'm not chasing the bell. I'm not chasing the mouse. I'm not chasing the scotch. I'm not chasing it anymore. I don't care. Right? I make up my own rules. I, I want 1080. Then what? Well, then I'm done. I'm done. I just put the game down, and I go play something else. Until, until something else comes out that makes me want to play your game. Right? Once again, I will say it again. This is just like Gears, just like Halo, just like any other game. Where they come out with a DLC, or they come out with a game, and then you play the game, and you finish the game, and then when they make another game, you go back and play it. This, this is but, what, the time between, but the time between those two games, you just stop, and you play something else. You play something else. Ba- ba- That's what you're telling me to do. Basically, and Sarge said he didn't want to yell, right? Sarge said he didn't want to yell, and meanwhile, he got the microphone <laughs> right up in there and, and just started yelling into it. Yeah. Um, this is this is why I compare it to like and, and follow me. This is a stretch here, but like a Call of Duty or a Battlefield, right? We used to play Battlefield every year. A Battlefield would come out, right? For six years, we played Battlefield, right? Different Battlefields, but you would play the story and then just play multiplayer. Play the story, play multiplayer. Next game comes out, you play the story, play multiplayer. In a way, Destiny feels like you play the story and you're playing multiplayer if you're playing PvP or co-op. But that's it. There's no there's no rising. It doesn't mean anything. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, this is why Activision wanted this game so bad. Because this was supposed to be Activision's next Call of Duty. It was supposed to be that play a story, milk it until the next year, and then come out with, with DLC, and then same thing over and over again, right? Play eight hours, play ten hours, 
then then dive into the multiplayer aspect of it. And I'm hoping we'll get into this a little bit later. I'm hoping Avengers does a little bit different because they're adding new characters and new plot lines and story stuff, and it's different. But it's too early to tell if it if it's going to be the same or not, right? So I, I just feel like, look, I played it for six years. I don't know if I could play it for another four the way they wanted me to. Too. I just feel I don't think I could play any game. This goes on for any game. I don't think even if Avengers was like the next best thing. If I would, six years from now, I'll be going, yeah, I've been playing Avengers every day for six years. You just don't have the time. We've always talked about time, time, time. And a lot of people say, well, I, I hope I hope this game comes out and it's good, but I hope it's not like Destiny because I don't have time for another Destiny. That, right. Those are words that came out of somebody's mouth. Multiple. That's the words, Multiple that's people. The words that came out of an addict's mouth. Yeah. That's an addict. Yeah. You, you saying to somebody, I can't, I hope this game is not as good as this game because I don't have enough time for another game like this. Right. What? Right. I mean, that's that's what it is. Destiny is the Call of Duty, and that's the way I look at it. I play the story. I'll play a little bit of the campaign, but getting the guns, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. If you go for that one gun, like right now, I'm happy with the with the gnawing hunger. I'm happy with the with the Witherhorn. All right, I'm happy with the guillotine. That's it. I got my. I've got my loadout for my for my 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 uh, my character. Right. I got my grenade build. I got my guns that I want. I got the sword that I want. Armor. I don't even care about my armor. I don't care about my armor. But the Solstice armor set, you get to level it up, which is the coolest part of the Solstice armor grind. Right. You you literally wear it, do stuff, level it up. How they have it this close and not see it that they need to add that for all the armor baffles me. Baffles me. Okay? How the Husk of the Pit was in D1, how they did that and not do it for these guns. I know people are like, well, I don't want to grind. Yeah, I know. You don't want to grind. Check your time. How much time do you have? Anybody, anybody that says, I don't want to grind, I want to know total hours at least, played. At least when you grind I wanna, something. I want to know, know your total hours played. If you're the kind of person that says, I don't like to grind, I want your number. Right. I, I want your number. And if you don't have time to grind, at least when you grind, you at least you actually get something at the end of the grind. You don't want to grind. You just kind of just want to like zone out and just like run into walls and stuff, which is fine. But grinding is purpose. Time is is purpose to to do stuff and destiny doesn't have that that's all i'm spending on destiny this week all right next one we're going from we're going from one uh one catastrophe right now to another completely catastrophe which is anthem 2.0 okay anthem 2.0 um came out let me bring up the story here or didn't come out sorry they they announced what they were doing to it okay so so Anthem 2.0 armor, okay, the update reveals some of the changes coming with the redesign. With the redesign, uh, it's been a couple of months since Bioware announced that they're starting to look for what, what went wrong with Anthem. I can tell you, the end game, okay? Like the game itself had a good heart, like good core. The fly mechanics, the gun mechanics, were all they were all fun, okay? The loot drops will be more frequent, all times apparently better, more than competitive, uh, at all loot rarities have value. Okay. You also have to sidestep RNG a bit through the quest, specialized vendors, and unique loot tables. Uh, if you look like a particular piece of gear, you can level it up so it remains effective. Okay. Now think about that. Here's what they said. You hear that? You can level up your loot so it stays effective. Okay. If you um, if if you like that particular loot, 
and it won't find items uh, rendered uh, useless, okay, because they're they're missing inscriptions. You'll also be able to roll inscriptions. These are largely good things, but nothing that makes me think I need to return to Anthem and give another chance. Okay, so there'll be increase of frequent of loot drops in the Anthem. Loot is viable more, more often. All items are better and more competitive, but there's also still a chance of getting something exceptional. All loot rarities have uh, strategic value, strategic values throughout progression. You can pursue specific loot without relying on randomness alone. Quest specialized vendors and unique loot tables. Modify your loot, including re-rolling inscriptions and leveling up items. Loot feels exciting and more noticeable when it drops, and it's it's uh, celebrated when collected. Rare e uh, enemies, aka walking treasure chests, create exciting moments to get a burst of loot all at once reveal of equipment loot right away so you get something you don't have to wait to go back to the tower or back to the um what the hell was it called what, what was the what was the uh their 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 thing called i don't even remember complete the revamp of the equipment sheet including the detailed stat sheet the equipment sheet can also be accessed from anywhere it allows you to easily see what you have equipped in each slot okay each item has an inscription budget based on its power and rarity no more useless items because they were missing must-have inscription. Okay, exceptional items are more uh, ab about getting the exact types of bonuses you want instead of maxing values of every bonus. Your power cap can easily be increased, and loot systems scale accordingly. Advanced telemetry data allows you to identify trends to make meaningful balance changes. Loot is just part of the redesign. However, the Bioware says it's already made some improvements to the gunplay and is currently exploring melee items and builds. No word on when these changes will be expected. Question to you, Sarge. I know you don't own the game. I know you played the beta, okay? But with these changes, if, if it comes out and it's it's a it's a completely different game, right? It's No Man's Sky 2.0. It's uh, Fallout 76, uh, the next expansion that just came out. Like, it's an actual game now, right? Like, the end game is there. You can actually do stuff. Um, is it something that you see... That not just you, but do you see the population of people that didn't own Anthem that might go buy Anthem now? Or do you think just the people that owned it will give it a shot and go back and then not stick with it and a small percentage will? Okay. For me only, for me only, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's short why, answer. That's why. That's why There's I gave short, you the question about short, other people. I know what right, your answer. Short answer. Is, yeah. Right. Short answer. I don't give a shit. Okay. Now, thinking about it as different types of gamers, because I I like the possibility of what Anthem's idea was. Here's how it goes. Maybe I'm a little too harsh on the gaming do, do, community do you, do in general. Think, do you think you're a little harsh? I, yeah. I, I, I'm a little harsh on them only because, only because. I have grown up to see every game. I have grown up to see every system, every game. I have seen what they can do, every, how right. they fuck you. Yeah. I have seen it all. Every type of genre. Okay? Yeah. Now, yeah. now I get, I get how some people might not see when you're getting dicked. I get it. You don't see it. You're just in love well, with the it, game. It is behind your you. mind. Your so. mindset. Yeah. Your mindset is different. You're looking at it only from a good side. You're looking at it only from a youthful side. Like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. Look at what I fucking do. It's like the little kid syndrome. Like, you want to be a superhero. Like, that kind of giddiness. I get that. Okay? When a game comes out, and it is defined as shit, not like because it's a it's an opinion, 
It wasn't an opinion Anthem was shit. It was fact. Fact. The game is shit. Right? You have to think like the, the corporate guys do. And what that is is they believe that if they hired X number of people and put X number of hours into the game, that they would get a population base back in the game willing to spend microtransaction money in order for the game to be profitable over top of what they wanted to make originally when the game sold. Because remember, when the game sold, it sold the season ticket oh, yeah, holders. No, they bought it. It sold really it well. It sold well. Yeah. It didn't sell well. It did sell well. That's the, that's the important thing to remember yeah. here. Anthem sold well. However, in their corporate mind, it didn't sell well enough for the time that they put into the game what they wanted out of it. So now, in their mind, the money that they're putting back into it is supposed to supplement how much money they're going to get out of it in the long run. Because if that was the, if it was the same kind of mentality, if you were someone that says, this game is sucks, why don't you guys fix this fucking game? And we say this a lot, by the way. How come that they didn't fix Battlefield Five? How come they just didn't pull up their pants, everyone get behind it, let's fix Battlefield Five? And the reason for that is they know at this point if they spend any more resources into Battlefield Five, they would never get back the money that they put into it right. to warrant to warrant the time invested. But for some reason, for some reason, the corporate ladder guys have said we have got to make the number that we said we were going to make on this game. So we are willing to gamble more back up to make sure that this game back up to, to make sure that this game to make sure that this game works for us. Okay. And that's why number that's the second reason why I want nothing to do with a dead game that you didn't care about when you first released it. I'm not interested in you trying to fix something that you spent six years on, didn't care about, and then want evaluations from the community on how to fix your game. Right. That process should have taken place during the actual creation of the game. Okay. So for me, and probably for many people who have more than a goldfish brain, don't give two shits about Anthem next. I don't care. All right? I don't care what they do. They, they however, will find the niche group right. who will the gladly put holders. the disc yeah. back in the machine. Who are going to put the disc back in the machine. And whatever microtransaction skins or whatever they're thinking about doing, that they will happily press that button. I, for one... I'm the kind of person that says, you have to draw a line in the sand. I don't want crap like this being made anymore. I don't want you spending time making games like this anymore. And so my line in the sand is, I'm not giving you a dime. Not one red cent, not a borrowed cent, not a Game Pass cent, nothing. You get nothing from me until you guys learn how to actually make a video game instead of trying to chase the money of other games that were like yours. Right. That's my problem. I almost have more respect for, uh, like, lawbreakers, right? Lawbreakers said, we're, we're trying to get into this market, and we can't do it. So we're just, we're, just, we're just folding our hands, right? We're done. Like, when you just cancel a game, I have more respect for those people. It's a bummer, right, when a game gets canceled. But you, but you got to look at it as they cancel a game for a reason. They looked at the market research. Like, for instance, if I was Anthem and I was coming back out... I would look at it and go, who's playing what game that's like ours? Okay. 
what's the average amount of hours someone spends of the people that are playing Destiny, okay? So if I know they sold 10 million copies, but there's 2 million people still playing, how many hours are those people playing? And then I would go, okay, great. We got to make a game to take them away from them, okay? And how many hours are they going to spend from the 10 hours they play a day? How many hours are they coming over to our game for, right? And that's hard to do because those people are the season ticket holders for that game. Now you're trying to market to the people that left that game, like me, okay, to bring me over to your game. Well, the problem is, at least for me, you already had your shot, right? You came out. You didn't put your best foot forward, okay? You put your first 40 hours in place. And then as a live service game, you said, oh, here's our roadmap. Here's our stuff that we have down the road. You had an incomplete game at launch, okay? This is my biggest fear for Avengers, okay? Which we'll talk about when we get there, okay? I'm hyped for Avengers, but at the same time, because of games like Destiny, that was unfinished, proven, 18 months. Division 2, proven, unfinished. They had to fix it for 18 months after it came out, okay? Destiny 2, not finished, blew it up and started again, okay? Anthem, right? All of these games, Sea of Thieves, when it first came out, this live service game was broke. Uh, no Man's Sky, not a live service game, but it was broke when it came out. Fallout 76. Do, do, do you see a trend forming? Right, right. Do all, you see a trend all forming? All of these games that have come out, they had a first impression, and yes, I went back and played No Man's Sky. I played it for another 200 hours after they fixed it, okay? I don't think I can put the time in back into Anthem knowing that there's developers right now working on a game, okay? If it's Hightail that comes out, if it's Starfield that comes out, if it's a game that I don't even know that's coming out, that they're working on a game right now that I don't even know about, and when they launch it and Anthem's out, and I'm like, well, these guys need a shot. These guys need a shot because they worked on their game, and I, I have to see if this game is better than your game that you decided to put out a half-assed product and then fix it two years afterwards, right? That's that's my problem as far as putting time back into a game I've already put in, okay? I don't want first impressions or everything. If you ever meet me in person, right, within a split second, you're going to know, hey, he's actually a pretty good guy, or I think he's an asshole, right? And I can't change your opinion on me after that because whatever you think of that very first time you meet me, that's it. I could be 10 years down the road, and you'd be like, oh, you know what? He is a kind of nice guy, but he's still an asshole, right? Because that was the first impression that you got of me when you first met me, okay? That is the impression I get with most of these games, right? I look at it and go, they tried to sell a game to me that was incomplete. They tried to pull one fast, a fast one on us to give us a game. Not just them. Many other games have done it, okay? No Man's Sky is making it up for it because they just keep giving free update after free update after free update. Destiny... Keep selling you DLC with Season Pass and Eververse and all this other stuff on top of it, right? And everyone's like, well, they're they're an independent company. They, they have to keep the lights on. No, no. Hello Games is an independent company, okay? And yes, they're not publishing their own game, but they need the money. And they're giving you free content for four years to make that game better. They're bending over backwards to give you a game that they were like... We were we fucked up when we launched it, and we're going to show you that we're, we're better than that, right? Yet all these other games keep coming out, and there's a half-assed game, and we're like, oh, this looks awesome. Did you see those graphics? And then we complain. We're like, oh, we need 60 frames per second. We need 60 frames per second, okay? And then we're like, oh, yeah, we need dedicated servers. Not getting it. Not getting it. Not getting it. 
Look at look at Rockstar. They keep taking the same game. It's like the new Skyrim. Grand Theft Auto V started on the 360. Went from the 360 to the 1. They upgraded from the 360 to the 1. And now they're upgrading it from the 1 to the new systems. Right? Like, it's the same game well, that was built so, on the 360. So, okay, but to be fair, to be fair, okay? Understand, I understand that they, they made a great game. But you now you guys understand. If the microtransactions within a game, no matter how low-key they are, if they're able to keep you lucrative for you not to have to make another game, okay, then what does that say about the company? If I don't have to make a new product and I can just keep taking money from you because you keep pressing the button to buy a shark card, right. then what gives... What makes me want to buy? What what makes me want to create another right. product? As a developer, why I don't have I, to. Right, why I, I don't have to. Right. It costs money to make another product. If I can keep making money on top of money with the same product, it gives me no incentive, zero incentive to make another game. Right? Do you want to know why you don't see another Elder Scrolls? Number one, Elder Scrolls Online is out, and we've talked about this before. Until. Nobody, until the number of people playing Elder Scrolls dips below a certain point where the, the, the wanting of Elder Scrolls goes down enough, then Elder Scrolls 7 comes out or right. 6 comes out. Right. Right. That's when it comes out. Right. Is, it, is another Fallout game going to come out? No, it is not. Right. Not until this game is in the toilet, in the drain, on the beach, on fire and buried right. before you see another Fallout game because they will milk it forever because they can use a skeleton crew to update the game over time, yep. sell it how they want to sell it. And you just keep pressing the buy button. If they if you guys give them enough rope, they'll hang themselves. But if you guys just keep buying stuff, they don't have the reason to. Right. They don't have to make a game. Making the same product. They right. don't have to make a game. Like, seriously, what was the frequency of Grand Theft Autos when Grand Theft Auto first came out? And I'm talking about from the PC. Like three years, from, three, from, three to, three to, from, three from, to from, seven years. Right? Th from the PC all the way up to Grand Theft Auto, uh, 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 what is it, four. All the way from the beginning PC like two years, three to, years. to four. Okay, look at, the, look at the time span between games. And now we're on Grand Theft Auto V, and we're going to go to three generations of consoles. Three generations of consoles, and they don't need to make another game. Oh, listen, I'm sure, I'm sure the next game is going to be fucking amazing. Oh yeah, because because they have enough money to actually resurrect Jesus, okay, and put him in the game, right? That's how much money Rockstar exclusively. has exclusively from, from, the yeah. from Shark Card from G Shark Card. Jesus so will be exclusive to GTA Six. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus is in the game. Trust me when yeah. I say that Jesus is going to be in the game. I think he was okay. in GTA Five, wasn't he? So at that point, when is it as a gamer? Now I understand some of us don't care. We just want entertainment. This, but this is the part that bothers me. You just want entertainment. That's cool, man. I want entertainment too. But if you're around the games long enough and you see how it's being manipulated, you've got to make a better choice. Yeah, I want a cool game, but I want to see someone actually work. So go to work, man. In any other profession you ever see, I want the best guy working on the on, on the job. I want the best carpenter, the best plumber. I want the guy to paint my walls. I want the guy to do the Michelangelo on my fucking ceiling. I want the best guy doing my work. Okay, for gaming, everyone's just kind of settled. What is that? Got, does it got good graphics? Is it a, is it a PR? Right. Is it is it a PR? Oh, then we're good. So PR and it's got good graphics. Well, I'm good. That's all I need. Like so, you guys have just lowered all the standards and you gave them nothing to work off of. This is what we're this is what we're left with. Right. We got BRs, okay? We 
We got BRs and games of service. Everyone enjoy themselves. <laughs> right? Ghost of Tsushima is a, is a treasure. You don't have to like Japanese culture, but it's a treasure. They spent time on it. It's, gonna be, it's a great game. Cyberpunk comes out. Now, if we can get past all the social bullshit out of Cyberpunk, I'm hoping we can. Right? I'm sure that Cyberpunk was going to be a great video oh. game in the market of video games. I, I, I think okay? it, it, it could be a game of a decade. It, it, it could. Now, hype, hype train's pretty high, bro. Remember, anything can happen. Oh, absolutely. Just because everyone, everyone loves the game doesn't mean it's going to be 100%. I don't want to see a 10 out of 10 bullshit. I don't want to see that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is, after seeing enough of it and seeing what they're doing with it and understanding the company prior to this game, all signs point to it's going to be a good game. <laughs> right. Now, if we get past all the social justice bullshit and the game is looked at it just for the game... I, I game of the year, I'm pretty sure. But the rest oh, of the stuff yeah. that's coming out, guys, I, I can't I can't be, because I know what I know, I can't turn off the adult part of my brain to let the little kid of my brain run the show. Okay? I can do it a little bit. I could turn it on and off and say, hey, Adventures is coming out. I'm getting that fucking game. I want to be fucking Iron Man. I, right, I, but I you're getting that game to, because you're I a can't. fan of Marvel, not because no. yeah. Not because it's pretty. Yes. Because I know Marvel. Yes. yes. Yeah. But I can't turn it on and off when I know too much. Like, I get it. People are in different spots in their lives. They want something to keep their mind off of what's going on. Now, whether you have a mortgage or you don't, or maybe you hate your parents, and going into your room and playing video games is your timeout because your father is overbearing. I get it. It's, it there's something about video games that make us just... We, we go into our little holes and we, we immerse ourselves into a different world. I'm 100% behind it. But when they make crap, sell crap, and sell microtransactions on top of the crap and say, this is the best game we've ever made. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You guys are all haters, sexist, and chauvinistic. Like, I don't <laughs> understand what the fuck you guys are talking about. Right. Your game is crap. Okay? So, from me to anyone else, for the love of God, okay, stop buying crap. Let the game come out. Play the game. The minute the game is crap, you have got to tell them it's crap. I don't care about the score because they manipulate the scores, guys. You've seen it. They purge all the bad scores. Yeah, yeah. They promote all the good scores. It's a sham now. Don't buy the game. Get a beta. Do Game Pass. Whatever you have to do. But don't purchase the game. Okay? You've got to send a lesson to them. You've got to say, hey, listen. Wait a week. I'm glad, you guys, I'm glad you guys told me you worked on it for five years. But even though you said you worked on it for five years, <clears throat> Anthem, and you, you came seven, and, you, and you guys, and, and, and they said during the actual showing of Anthem, and this is the part that always got me mad. In the part of Anthem when they showed it for E3, the guys who were making the game didn't know what they were making until they saw their own trailer. Trailer at E3. At, at, at that point, you guys have to understand that they are just guys with their heads on the desk doing a job, and now the guys up above them have the idea of what we're trying to do. And the idea never came to pass after seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Seven years. And never came to pass. And so now you want me to believe, after two years of your <clears throat> mistake, that you're going to salvage this fucking game? Right. I want it to burn so badly, and I want it to be a red mark in their book so badly that it makes them want to do better. Right. Okay? You want the cream to rise up. You want developers to get together the best of the best and make the greatest game. Cyberpunk. 
God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, Grand Theft Auto. You want people who get together who make a fucking fantastic game. I do not want cookie cutter, repeat, chase the money BR bullshit in video games. It's too late for that shit. It's 2020. Get your shit together. How 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 do you have a game come out after Destiny, after Destiny 2, after Division, after Division 2, after Warframe, after all of these games that were live service games, grindy, looters, swinging, grinding shooters, and yet come out and go, oh, we're just adding this now, right? All right, skipping that. We're, we're moving on to the next topic. Moving on to the next topic. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, and you want to come and join in the chat live, head on over to twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also uh, see all the stuff uh, on YouTube after the fact. All right, next story. This is how bad microtransactions are, Sarge, during this this uh, pandemic time. Okay, PlayStation earns a staggering amount of microtransactions and DLC. Okay, so Sony's Games Network service revenue and re- and revealed its new report showing that just how much company earned in the first quarter. Okay, so in the first quarter, shockingly, the DLC and microtransactions making up making up. 41% of the total chart compared to the runner-up digital full game sales, okay? Making only 24% of the total. Equally interesting is the full game package software making up only 6% of the chart, which seems smaller than how many have anticipated. Is worth noting, however, these figures are over from April 1st of this year to June 30th of this year, okay? And the total is... is $2.29 billion in DLC and microtransactions on PlayStation. Billion. Okay? That's just microtransactions and DLC. The actual digital software of actually selling games is $1.37 billion. Okay? Okay? $2.29 billion from April, May... And June from DLC and microtransactions. And this is why people are like, well, how come these games are coming out broke? Because minimum viability for maximum profit. Okay. What what do you think that's from? I think that's mostly from Call of Duty. Okay. Oh, the war zone. Yeah. The, the mobile game. Yeah. yeah. Or for sure. Or Fortnite. Yeah. Right? That's so how much Warzone, for sure. Warzone, Fortnite, all right. No one's going out and buying games. They're playing free games and spending twice as much money as the actual physical games digitally. Okay, digital sales of a game one point three seven, microtransactions and DLCs to those games two point two nine billion dollars. Okay, that's insane. Okay, that's insane. Yeah, Sony's doing well. Bungie's doing well, Epic's doing well. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. Anthem is EA, correct? EA, yes. Anthem is EA, right? So even though Anthem sucked a big donkey, okay, they have enough money in reserve to spend money to throw to fix out that game because they are making money on top of money. Right, because if they can make Anthem work, they can make it like a Call of Duty, like a Fortnite, right? And putting $50 million more into the budget and two years to fix that game... To make in three months a billion dollars potentially off of a, of of microtransactions and DLC, you better damn right they're putting money into it. That's exactly Absolutely. you better right now. 
Anthem's foaming at the mouth. They're like, holy shit, the Avengers is coming out. What's that going to do, right? Oh, they're like gargling with the, oh, yeah, with, with, sure. right? Because sure. they're waiting to see what happens. They're waiting to see what happens with this content they're coming out with that's free. Think about, as much as I love the Avengers game, okay, how are they giving you free content? Because of microtransactions, because of these cosmetic items. Well, they have to. Right? They have to. Yeah. They have to. Okay. They have to. Right? So, yeah, Madden and FIFA are funding everything at EA. Someone has an idea at EA. They're like, Todd, what do you got? Uh, how about we rip out the uh, the uh, the assault game from uh, Battlefront and make it its own game? Great. How much is it going to cost? $200, $200 million. <laughs> Did he say $200 million? We just made that today at 3 o'clock. Right? Like, they don't care. They're like, yeah, go ahead and make that game. Go ahead and make that game, right? Oh what? We want the exclusivity of NFL. How much is that going to cost? Yeah, that's a check. Yeah, we made that. We made that over uh, on on Tuesday, right? We just drop a new uh, a new uh, lineup pack for Madden. Okay, EA EA is fined, right? If someone has a store, if someone has a store of microtransactions in their game, and the game's been out for a year, believe me, they're fine. Okay, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Okay. So that's that's with PlayStation. So we don't tell you this to be like, hey, uh, don't buy no, games. But you're to, yeah, I want to educate people to, on people right. like, well, I want to support these these companies. I want to support yeah, yeah. them. Oh, oh, and the game's gonna be seventy dollars this year, guys. Yeah, because they need it. Yeah, because seventy dollars because because it costs them more it. money, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, Sarge, the the prices of the games go up. So what else would go up? The microtransactions oh. would go up. Well, they wouldn't go up, but they'd just be It'd more. Cost them more to make that stuff now, Sarge. It's better graphics, harder stuff to make. They have to make it. You know what I mean? So the microtransactions might go up to twenty-five. You know, they got to, right. they got to, they got to subsidize it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I listen. I want them to make money. Nobody wants a business. Of to course. Fail. But at, but at the same time, you can't you can't tell me on one foot that games are too expensive. We need to raise the price. Meanwhile, two thirds of your of your seasonal income came from microtransactions. Right, capitalism is going to be capitalized. No, absolutely. Right, I'm all about business. All I'm trying to do is wake up. But they're shitty games. Got a shitty game. I'm just trying to wake up people to stop buying shitty games and giving shitty games the money they don't deserve because there's companies and independent developers out there making fantastic games that work just as hard, if not much harder than Madden football, okay, that don't see the light of day, but Madden can update a roster, okay, for six years straight, okay, which is another great story. Let me let me get this story up to you for Madden real fast, okay? Madden football, Sarge, right? Everyone's pissed off about Madden. Where, where's that article I had? Well, I wouldn't say everyone. Well, here it is. You know, Here's here's the best. I'm I'm just gonna read the title of it. Okay, the title of it is EA promises big changes for Madden in in 2022. Okay, the game hasn't released yet, right? It, it comes out this month. Okay, and they're like, yeah, we hear you. We'll do better next time. We'll do better next time, right? And everyone's like, oh, all right. Well, then I'm gonna buy this year, and then I'm also gonna buy next year because. Well, you said you're going to fix it. Right? Like, it's so stupid. Okay? Like, literally, people are like, I hate grinding in games, and games are just so repetitive. I just don't like games. Pass. 
Dump pass to the right. Run up the line sideline. Oh, hand off to the left. Uh, oh, man. It's excellent gameplay. It's the same stadium, same rosters, same fucking, like, assets that they've been in the game for five years. Okay? Yeah, quarterback sneak for the win. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, we hear you. EA hears you. We're going to fix it next year. We'll get it next year. Oh, we, we're sorry about this year. We're going to get it next year. Well, when they made that announcement, what they really said was they had to call the people that actually make Madden. They had to call them up and say, listen, we got to work on Madden now. What? That's not what I was told when I got the job here, Sarge. We're going to work on Madden so we can release it two years from now because that's how long it takes at least to make a decent Madden game is two years. Look, my contract when I got here uh, five years ago said that we were just going to do roster updates and all I had to do was put the cone of vision on the quarterback. And then yeah, change every three years. Yeah, every three years, and then and then the hand grabbing with the with the receiver. Oh, and then the spin move with the blocking. Right, like that's all I had to do. It was just in in like rotation. And when they're out of ideas, they just go back to like ninety seven, and they're like, hey, uh, or ninety four. They're like, hey, can we put the ambulance running over people again? That's that's the. Can we put that back in the game? That's a new that's a new thing. Okay. okay. If you, <laughs> as long as I can make a homeless celebrity, I'll play it. There you go. Homeless Keanu Reeves in, in division. Shifty is playing okay. homeless I, Keanu Reeves. I, I do not doubt for a moment that in order to sell Madden, I guarantee you they're going to have a competition where players play against celebrities. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a definite. I, I guarantee <laughs> that EA Madden will have celebrities playing select few people online in some kind of televised event. Guaranteed. All right. Next story. Disney Plus. Okay. I did a story today on GXG micro episodes that I did. I did a, a story on this is just like a, a glance over Disney plus back in April 9th. I made a, a GXG micro episode, which is an audio version of this podcast, short episodes. And I said that at that point, Disney had 30 million subscribers on Disney plus. And I said that by the end of summer on April 9th, I said that they would have 60 million subscribers and they passed that by 60.5 million subscribers by the end of summer. Right, so I was under by 0.5. Okay, I also said that if the theaters don't open, that Disney would start putting their movies on, like Mulan and and Black Widow. And Mulan is coming out now for thirty dollars. Okay, and if this works out for them with Mulan making big bucks, then Black Widow will fall in line, and every movie after that. Because right now they're talking about a movie in theaters won't. Earliest, right now, next summer. Next summer in a theater, okay? Which means if they back up Black Widow farther back, it starts to run into their other projects that they're doing. Then it gets too convoluted and too too uh, too many close movies, and then people won't spend the movie that, that much money because they're too close together, right? Just the way it is, okay? There's just too many things. So Disney, 60... 0.5 million subscribers. Now everyone's like, well, well, some of those are like free to whatever. No, the frees are done. The frees are done. Okay. It's like, I think it's like $14.99 or $8 for the lowest one, $14 for the highest one. And that is bringing in about a billion dollars a month at 60.5 million. I also predicted by the end of this year, they would be around 90 million to 100 million subscribers. Now, I think Amazon Prime's at 123 million and Netflix is at 193, 193 million. 
Disney wasn't supposed to hit 60 million until four years from now. No, four years from now. They that was their predicament or prediction. They're like, oh yeah, we'll hit 60 million in about four years. They hit 60 million in eight months. Eight months they hit 60 million by the end of the year because I say the end of the year because Mandalorian season two is coming out. You have Wanda and, and Wanda and uh, Vision, com- Wanda Vision coming out. You have Loki coming out. You have Falcon Winter Soldier coming out. You have all of these. Now the actual content. There's been no content on Disney Plus, and they have 60.5 million subscribers. Okay, with shit content. Now they're going to start bringing the content in. So obviously, woo, right? It went way up. No, what helped is the pandemic. The pandemic helped. Hamilton didn't help. The plague helped, okay? Because the plague is making everybody money. EA, Activision, PlayStation, Xbox, Netflix, any streaming service, anything. The pandemic is what's making it. You're not getting 30.4 million subscribers to come in. 57% upgrade because Hamilton came out on on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> there's no, There's no way... 50% bump up, more than 50% bump up because of one show, okay? There's no way. Half the people don't even know what Hamilton is. They don't even know what that is. They don't even know the musical. Most of the people that watch it, what is, what is that? I don't even know what that is, right? They have no idea. Great, great movie, by the way. Great musical, okay? But that's not what brought 57% bump up in, uh, in, in sales. So that's Disney+. Plus. Okay. So that's that story. Now... We're in the second hour, okay? Let's talk. Wait a about- second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's a billion dollars a month just for the subscription, but you still have to pay to watch the movie. Correct. Right? The, the Mulan's not part of the Disney Plus. Right. It's coming on Disney Plus for you to rent. Okay. 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 Now I didn't talk about this last week. Last week I told you about these seventeen days in theaters, and then they come to where you can get it at your house. <clears throat> this is genius. I didn't even think about this last week. So back in the old days, it would be like six months, right? Before, and it went on HBO, and then it went on, on video rental and stuff. Now it's 17 days after it releases in theaters that it comes on the, the, the streaming platforms so they can sell, right? Well, how long does it stay on the streaming platform before they release it where it's free on their platform? You see what I'm saying? They could literally keep Mulan there for like a year on Disney Plus. So not only are you paying the monthly subscription to wait for it to come out for so you don't have to pay the $30, but people will buy it for $30 and you own it. You own a digital copy of a, of a thing and if don't worry, if Disney ever goes belly up, you own that copy. Oh wait, no you don't. No you don't. Right? You own the digital copy, but if they ever shut down the service, you don't own it anymore, right? It's gone. You paid $30 for a digital copy and it's 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 gone. And if they ever decide to, let's say, switch it from Disney Plus to Disney Plus Plus, it's a completely different service. And the contract that you signed when you hit OK on your controller only keeps that movie for Disney Plus. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's genius. It's absolutely fucking genius. Obviously, they probably wouldn't do that. But yeah, 30 bucks makes you own it while you have Disney Plus subscription right on, on short-term rental. Exactly. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay? So, at least in Game Pass... Well, no, you still is the same because you don't own the, the the hard copy. This is why you should buy hard copies. All right, next story. We're talking about Microsoft now, right? Microsoft, okay? 
Microsoft has a bunch of stuff, right? And this is this is where it gets a little deep here. Project X Cloud has ended its testing on iOS devices. I can say that I've tested on the iOS device. I was one of the few people that got to test on the on the Apple devices. Project X Cloud is going to be so groundbreaking. Okay, just because it's Microsoft and the way they're packaging it. Okay. Now the problem is Apple is the problem. Apple's the problem. This is why it's not coming out on the iOS devices. Okay. So Apple confirms that uh, the cloud service, the Apple confirms that cloud gaming service like xCloud and Stadia violate App Store guidelines. Okay. Now, we already knew that this was some issue likely App Store related. So why Stadia wasn't available on Apple devices and why Microsoft service would likely face the similar fate, it seems that even more likely xCloud's faith on iOS has been sealed yesterday when Microsoft cut off iOS testing for xCloud app. Now, well ahead of September 15th launch date and on, and, and on Android, NVIDIA's GeForce Now ser- service uh, is also similar to Android only when it comes to phones, even though the platform technically lets you access titles you already own. But Apple has finally come out and said in a statement to Business Insider that these kinds of, of cloud services are in violation of the App Store guidelines and cannot, in current forms, ever exist on iOS. The primary reason they offer access to the apps Apple can't individually review. The App Store was created to be safe and trusted place for consumers. So basically what they're saying is because Game Pass is the app, but because of all the games and stuff that are on that app, they can't verify all that stuff to make that app accessible on the actual iOS store, okay? Which is sad, but at the same time, if it was on Apple, they would get 30% of all sales, okay? Meaning, if you get Game Pass and then you pay your subscription to Microsoft to get Game Pass, 30% go to Apple. Then if you're playing that game and let's say you buy something from the Eververse store, from Destiny, and it was $10, Apple takes 30% of that sale from you playing on the device and then they get that chunk as well so they would just be this is why apple's cash okay this is why cash money okay so this is the reason that it's not going to be on the ios okay which is sad now think about this okay i I wrote these numbers down i did some i did some inside reporting chat this is amazing okay inside reporting game pass on the ios apple gets 30 percent of the sales okay and this hurts xbox now because the people that own an iOS device in the world on planet Earth is 1.5 billion people. That's an iPhone or an iPad. Some kind of device that can play the Game Pass on it. 1.5 billion people. Okay, Android devices are 2.5 billion. So Xbox is not really that hurting that much because you know they have double, almost double, of people with devices. The, possibil- the, possibility pos- the potential, of potential of getting Game Pass. Okay, Yesterday... At the, um, the uh, was it the Samsung event? I forget what it was. But Microsoft said that this can be played anywhere, meaning you do not have to buy, okay, an Xbox to play xCloud. You get this? Is that syncing in chat? You can literally just get the service, okay, and stream the games from Microsoft to your cell phone or to your tablet, okay? You don't have to have your server, okay? Meaning you could just buy Game Pass slash xCloud and just play Xbox games on your cell phone, on your tablet without ever owning an Xbox, okay? Let's go one step further on this, 
okay? Let's go one step further on this. If Microsoft wants to get Apple to get on board with their iOS devices, okay, they could literally just make the app and say, hey, LG, how would you like to have our Game Pass on your television sets, on your smart TVs? How would you like Samsung to have this on your television sets? How would you like this Sony to have Game Pass on your Sony televisions where people buy your television, you could package an Xbox controller or sold separately, okay? And then you could play Xbox on these devices without ever owning an Xbox, right? Think of the, the potential of this, right? Think of the potential of this. Are Apple saying they can't promise consumer security on, on the cloud? No, what they're promising is they that they can't Okay, it says right here, the App Store was created for safety and trust place for consumers to discover the app, download apps and great business opportunities for development. If they have to manually, because they manually look at all the all the, the apps that come on, that's why it takes so long for someone to get approved on the App Store, is that they have to make sure that all the games that are on Game Pass, which is 100 plus games, and every time they do an update, any type of update, DLC, anything like that would have to be manually checked out before it gets a-okayed on the stuff right so for them to let's say uh, 100 games are on the uh, on game pass and only 60 games pass uh qualifications well then if you were on the on the ios then you would only get 60 games on game pass even though you're paying full price for game pass right and then that that wouldn't work out either so <clears throat> right right they they want to make sure right so they, they want to make sure that everything's good it's got to be in, and then they take a percentage, right? It's like the mob. Hey, you want your you want your thing to be safe and secure, right? Well, uh, give us thirty percent. We'll 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 help you, right? So they, these are the problems, but this is the potential that Microsoft can literally. This is why I said that Microsoft is not even playing the same game as PlayStation. Okay, what if what if the Project X Cloud, not even Project X Cloud, what if uh, the Lockhart or another system we don't even know about in the series? of Xboxes that's coming out is just a thumb drive that you plug in like a Chromecast in the back of your television. And it's just the all digital, all digital version of Xbox that you plug a thumb drive in the back of your television and now you own an Xbox. And you get access to 100 games plus whatever else they want to give you with the Project X Cloud, right? What, what if they do this? This is mind-blowing to me that this could potentially happen. And, and again, this is my speculations and rumors here. But they could potentially come out with a system like Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and then they come out with the uh, the thumb drive that plugs in the back of your television, and then you can use your Xbox controller that you already own and start playing games, right? Chromecast does it, Stadia does it. Why can't Xbox and Game Pass do it? So this is the issue. Can't authorize the issue because they can't make money on it. No, that's not what it is. They can't. They can't guarantee that the stuff that's on Game Pass is safe for the people on their iOS devices, right? They're submitting an app. But for some reason, the games that you can get on the Game Store for Apple are. Right, because they're working with the developers. It's okay to to check those guys. Because they're in-house. Yes, they're in-house. If it's third-party, it's just the Game Pass app. The app itself is just accessing to other games and stuff that are being streamed to your device okay and this is why they're out Makes sense. which is sad because let me tell you man when i was playing games i won't say what games but i was playing games on my iphone i was like this is amazing this is amazing i could be at the dentist office and playing a triple a title 
not a mobile game, a full AAA title. Your phone doesn't overheat because it's not processing the stuff. It's being streamed to your phone. So this is the better version of Stadia? This is a much better version of Stadia, yes. Stadia's, Stadia is done, okay? The 36,000 people that own Stadia is now a doorstop, basically, when this when this comes out. Right. <clears throat> so that's that's what uh that's what's happening with microsoft project x cloud okay so when it comes out in september watch man microsoft is not even playing the same game as playstation playstation can sell all the consoles they want microsoft is selling a subscription service and they're gonna they're gonna dominate with this with this x cloud right all right last story that's gonna fill up the rest of the time here we're talking we're talking about the avengers game we're talking about marvel avengers that's come out and if you guys didn't hear Sony owned Spider-Man. No, they they don't own Spider-Man in game form, but they they paid for the exclusive for Spider-Man to come out on the PlayStation uh, Four and PlayStation Five. Okay, uh, people are majorly upset. If you're a PlayStation, there's actually people on PlayStation that are upset because there was supposed to be crossplay. They mentioned crossplay before the game was this much hype. They were talking about crossplay, and then. They said, well, cross-gen was what we're working with first. And we were like, okay, but why is that? And then they announced Spider-Man on PlayStation. Now, this is my speculation here. But I think cross-play got pushed back because of the exclusivity of Spider-Man. Just talking about this is giving me indigestion, Sarge, the, the exclusive characters and stuff. Okay. So the reason I say this is Spider-Man, Sony owns Spider-Man. Film rights. That's it. They do not own game rights in whatsoever. Doesn't matter what anyone tells you. They do not own the game rights of Spider-Man. What they do own is a contract with Marvel to make an exclusive rights with Insomniac Games to make the Spider-Man series and Miles Morales Spider-Man that comes out. And they do own that Spider-Man exclusively for the first party title. Okay. That's why Spider-Man's in Ultimate Alliance. That's why Spider-Man's in the Heroes games for, for Legos. Okay, but they do not own the Spider-Man brand for games. Disney Marvel or Disney slash Marvel owns for comics. They own the merchandise. They own... Why do you think Spider-Man... You don't see merchandise coming out for the video game and stuff like that, right? Because if they do, all that merchandise, 100%, unless it's in the contract with Sony, okay, goes to Marvel Comics. Okay, because Marvel owns that brand, which is under Disney, which owns that stuff. So the film, the merchandise, and um, television, Sony has rights to television as well, somewhat. Okay, and Disney, with the new contract they signed just this past year, when they started making Spider-Man inside Civil War and Captain America and Endgame and all the other Avengers movies, they signed a contract they can work together and they get 5% of it. Okay, once they break that off, then Sony can go make their own movies again, and they have a standalone a contract again with that, and then it starts again. But right now they're in co co contract with the with the films, but Sony still holds the intellectual property. Uh, correct. Insomniac only has the licensing. Correct. But Insomniac got bought out by Sony in December, so now Sony owns the rights to Spider Man for the licensing for the for the for Spider Man for the for the game. Okay, so that's that's the Spider Man deal, right? It's a shit move. It's a shit move. I don't care what anyone says. They paid the money. I get it. Capitalism's going to be capitalized. Okay. But what do you think, Sarge, as far as do you think, and my, my question is, 
I, I know I'm talking about the crossplay. I think they're holding it back because of what's happening here. Okay, so sales of this on Amazon. This is not just Amazon. They don't tell you a sales number, but Sony did put out that the pre-order sales of Marvel Avengers after Spider-Man was announced. It's the number one selling game pre-ordered game on Amazon. They don't tell you a number though, but that's what they tell you, right? They're saying that because this was announced, Spider-Man Marvel Avengers is the number one pre-ordered game for PlayStation on Amazon on a Tuesday in August, right? You know, you know what I mean? They they just keep adding something just to make it. So, do you think this is hurting or succeeding more because I know a lot of people and this is not just the minority of people. There's people that paid 60 bucks pre-ordered on PC. They played PC, 60 bucks pre-ordered on Xbox. They liked this game because they wanted the six characters. And all the characters after became free. And that's what they were paying their 60 bucks for. But now they're getting less They're getting less of a game, right? Because not only are they getting not Spider-Man, they're not getting the gear to Spider-Man. They're not getting the story to Spider-Man. We don't know if maybe villains. Now, they did come out and say there's no more exclusive characters coming out for, for, for any console. Okay, it's just Spider-Man. Do you think this is a anti-consumer? Do you think this is a good business move, bad business move? Are they making more money of people jumping ship from PC and Xbox? Or are they hurting themselves with people from PC and Xbox just not buying the game anymore? Oof, there's a lot to unpack there. Okay, so unless you've got real real statistical data that's not, that's not biased, like the real numbers, that because of the fact that they announced Spider-Man was on PlayStation, that so many more people ordered it for PlayStation... In my, in my belief, the people that are going to get a PlayStation are getting a PlayStation. It's not one of these things where a lot of people that you know are on the fence about buying PlayStation or Xbox. You are you e either are a PlayStation person or an Xbox person, or if you're lucky and you got the cash, you're going to get both and you call it a day. Right. Okay, that's also fine. Is it anti-consumer? Yes. Is it a good business move? Yes. It's both, right? Because... You want people to want to buy your product, and they know how gamers are. They know that if I'm a fan of Spider-Man, they are manipulating the fact that they know you want that character, even though you shouldn't give a shit, but you do. And so that might influence what console you might buy. Now, are you changing consoles based on the fact that of just one character for a fucking game? I don't believe that number is that high, Yeah, but... Because of the fact that it costs them nothing, it costs them nothing to do this move, right? Well, no, like to, no, it what, cost them a lot. They paid a lot. No, of no, money. no, no. You, you didn't create anything different, right? You might, you might have did an exclusive deal. Are you saying right? didn't cost Sony money? Or are you saying didn't cost a Sonyac? No, no. Or I'm sorry, well, uh, Crystal I'm Dynamics? Is it doesn't doesn't cost any money to hold a character back from one console to another. You paid money up front for the exclusivity deal, okay? But you're going to make that money back because. Hello. Well, they're paying for I mean, the brand, let's, right? Let's be honest. They want you to think, right? when you think Spider-Man, they want you to think PlayStation and Sony, right? I get it. I get it. But it's no, there, there's no loss for them. The people that were going to buy PlayStation were going to buy PlayStation. The number now that they're getting are the people that are really, really want Spider-Man. So let's say maybe it's a couple hundred thousand people. They're like, you know what? I was on the fence, but I'm getting a PlayStation out because of Spider-Man. They capture that little part of the market. It's not this tremendous amount of people who are on the fence going, oh, well, I was going to get Xbox or PlayStation, and because of Spider-Man, that's, the, that's right. the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, that's not how it goes. Yes, I'm sure they're going to make some more sales because of it, 
but I don't think it's some astronomical number that it buries Xbox plays uh, Xbox Avenger sales because of it. I I think I think the the way they're doing it because Spider Man itself the the standalone game only sold I, I, only but it's not not like a, a shot at them. They sold three point three million copies the first weekend, right? In the next two months, they sold an additional two million, so they made five point three. After two years, they sold thirteen million copies. Okay, so let's just take those numbers. Spider Man, right? The original people that bought Spider Man was three point three million people. How many more people past that three point three million that play on Xbox or PC that didn't buy Spider Man are now changing to come over? From Avengers, you see what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think that many. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a decent a number, but it's not a no. But a, that's what I'm saying. Astronomical number. I don't think this number is going to go up much higher. They might go up to four million like the first weekend, and like five, six million maybe. Right? You're not going to sell 13 million copies because of Spider-Man, right? A lot of people don't even like this type of game because one, it's like a Destiny type of game. It's a looter, grindy game, and a lot of people check out right then. Okay. Other people don't even like superheroes. They're not even going to play the game for that. Other people don't want to get this game because they think it's the D Squad Avengers because of the way they look. Okay. There's a lot of things that people look at and go, I don't. I'm not even interested. It looks like dog shit. It, it looks whatever. Those type of people, right? Superheroes itself is a large market, but at the same time, it's a, it's a niche market, right? It's a large market, but it's a niche market of people that are playing. Nerds are going to play it on PC. Nerds are going to play it on Xbox. And I don't think like. When I first announced, I was like, oh, man, I really love Spider-Man. I mean, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is, is I love Spider-Man, okay? But do I love Spider-Man enough to leave Xbox, where my friends play, to go play by myself on PlayStation or convince my friends, hey, come with me and buy a PlayStation, spend $500... Okay, 400, 500, okay, plus plus the game, plus PlayStation Plus to come with me. It's like, I feel like the Jerry Maguire's happening. Like, who's coming with me? Who's coming with me to play Spider-Man on PlayStation, right? I just don't see it. a lot of people happening. I think it's a small percentage. I think a small percentage of people are going to uh, move over well, to, the not, new, to the system. Not, not, to, not, to mention, not to mention that there's no way on earth that this is a permanent exclusive no absolutely i this I, is this I, is a this is a timed exclusive i will no die what any no yeah. matter what anybody says i don't give a shit this is a time exclusive now it might be it might be a year it's gonna be over a year uh, a little over a year I, I, it might be a year but otherwise i'm telling you right now it is not likely a <clears throat> unlimited here exclusive here's why i think it's a it, it's a time exclusive and they're not going to tell you it's a time exclusive because they signed a contract Right. Okay, and if they right. break that contract, Sony has them on something, so they're going right. to stay dead silent. Okay, and it's I, I'm telling you because right now it's a 30 day time exclusive for skins on Sony PlayStation right now. Okay, everyone gets them 30 days after they paid money for that. They paid money for those skins to come out first. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll say six months. Okay, six months. Okay, they made it for them, and the way the way uh, Atmos talks about it. Okay, he says, look. We just announced Hawkeye, and we have so many other characters coming out that you can't even guess who we're bringing, right? They just have that. He's I can guess. What I, he's I telling guess. you— I, I know what the Avengers are. Hold on, hold on. He's saying that because I think they're coming out with so many characters 
within a short period of time within that time frame, okay, that you're not matter. you're not gonna care that they have Spider Man. Okay, but this is the reason I think it's time exclusive, and this is the reason I think that crossplay is pushed back. Okay, because you can't have crossplay and then pour salt on PC and Xbox and Stadia because there's a Spider-Man swinging on your screen that you can't play. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So they don't even get it at launch. They don't even get it at launch. Meaning this was something that was maybe down the line, and they're like, "Hey, we want to put Spider-Man in for everybody." And they were working on it. But then Sony's like, hey, can we put Spider-Man in and we'll pay exclusive for it? Now, you can't blame Crystal Dynamics. They did an exclusive with Tomb Raider just for Xbox, okay? They're, they're okay with exclusives. This is just a character. They're like, yeah, sure. You want to do exclusive for one character? Sure. We'll work on him now. This is why he's not in the game. They're still working on him, right? This is why he's not one of the characters at launch. This is not why he's one of the characters coming out right after launch, okay? So that's number one, okay? I think it's timed exclusive because the cross-save or cross-gen is coming, which means PlayStation 4 can play with PlayStation 5, but can't play with PC and Xbox. Xbox can play with all the Xboxes, and PCs all by themselves playing with other PC players, okay? Soon as they announce cross-play is when Spider-Man comes to everybody, which I think is about a year, okay? Now, he comes out early, early next year, 2021, they said if crossplay comes out, it's later, later next year, if not later than that. Which, if the contract starts, I don't know if it starts today because they announced it, or for when it comes out in the game. It's one year from when he comes out in the game. I'm assuming. Okay, by the time he comes out, it'll be February of 2022 or March of 2022, and then maybe a month or two after that, you'll see him end up. They'll be like crossplay. Oh, and by the way, Spider-Man's open to everybody. Okay. And now people that switch systems will be like, what the fuck, man? I switched systems for Spider-Man. That's not cool. And they go, well, it's cross-play. You can play with all your friends from all systems. It doesn't matter. Here's another reason, I think, that it's ex uh, time exclusive. They need cross-play. They need cross-play with a game like this, okay? I'm going to give an example. Uh, Dauntless. I know Dauntless is a very small-knit community. It's a free-to-play game, okay? But it's cross-play. It's 2020. Big games, Call of Duty's cross-play, right? Fortnite's cross-play. Dauntless is cross-play. No Man's Sky is cross-play now, okay? Like, how did you make this game and not go, yeah, we need to make cross-play? How is a game that's co-op when you're playing in a lobby of players that you can only have one Hulk, right? If this game doesn't get an abundance of people to play, you're going to sit in the lobby waiting a long time to play, especially... If you're Spider-Man, okay? Because Spider-Man on PlayStation, and when he comes out, everyone wants to be Spider-Man. Somebody has to, three people have to drop and stop playing Spider-Man so they can play with their friends, okay? That Spider-Man is going to sit in the lobby forever because he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be Spider-Man. Everyone's like, oh, no, I'm being Spider-Man. No one's going to be non-Spider-Man, okay? But if it was cross-play, it would spread across the way. In Dauntless, if you play like on a Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, okay, some people, you go into a, a time mission, like matchmaking, it takes a little bit, like 10 minutes sometimes. But on the Fridays or Saturdays, if you go to Dauntless, and that's between the Switch, PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. It's cross-play across all platforms. Like this, you're in a match, you go in, you start slaying behemoths, you're, you're, you're moving through the game. This is going to be a pause. They said it was a... I listened to some podcasts, and they said when they played the beta, they were sitting there waiting, okay, waiting for people to play. Now... 
the beta I don't believe is open for for, for I don't, I'm not really too sure how it works. But they said if they had a group of friends, the group of friends it was matchmaking it was phenomenal. Okay, but it's gonna be a clusterfuck if they don't do crossplay for this game a year down the road. You have 15 characters and you're trying to level up somebody and you're trying to get into a game and you can't find someone because. Well, to be fair, to be fair, usually you got a group of people you play with. You guys will work it out, right? That's why the, that's why the game is a offline game. You could play with your with your own characters. I get that, but I think that the part of the game where you're actually playing with your buddies, I'm pretty sure you have your buddies picked out, and everyone's talking about who the who the hell you are, so everybody can level up. You know what I mean? And right. I, and I don't think for a moment that because you're, one guy's level twenty and one guy's level three that you're going to get owned. I think pretty much that the game will scale, okay, and the guy who's lower gets his gear at his level, and then you just move on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it, it's all it's all scale to what you're doing, but the but the increase in power happens when you're playing by yourself or with people on the same level. Another thing is why the exclusive? Well, there's a lot of PlayStation. Why not? There's a lot why of not? there's a lot of PlayStations on the shelf. There's a lot of PlayStation fours that are not in someone's house right now. Okay. A lot of PlayStations sitting on shelves that are not, and PlayStation 5's coming out, right? They got to move those systems. They got to move those systems, right? So, hey, buy a PlayStation 4, and you can upgrade. Buy the game, buy a PlayStation 4, and then later down the road when you buy PlayStation 5, you can just slide right in and still keep playing with your cross-generation, right? Or if you're one of the people that buys PlayStation 5, it's just one extra game. Not only do you get Spider-Man Miles Morales... But now you get Avengers game on PlayStation Five, right? You got two superhero games on the on that on that system, right? They're trying to sell PlayStation Fives. They're trying to get rid of the PlayStation Four so they can make room for the PlayStation Fives in the stores, right? Because that's money just sitting on shelves. They need to get out. So if they pay, let's just say twenty million dollars to get the exclusive for one year, there's no way. There's no way that Spider-Man, the most iconic superhero, arguably. Okay, across all platforms, I'm talking DC and Marvel. Okay, he's right up there. Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. He's he's up there. Okay, there's no way that Sony paid for the entire exclusivity for that. That would cost way too much money, and they already have Spider-Man sealed for the for the single player game. So why would they dish out that money for exclusivity for a game where he's just one character of fifteen, right? Why didn't they do that for the Switch? Why didn't they fight for Ultimate Alliance to get Spider-Man to come to Ultimate Alliance on the on the PlayStation, right? If they own the rights to Spider-Man, why did they let Spider-Man go to the Switch? Doesn't seem like a really smart thing. So this is why I'm saying it's exclusive, okay? And if Crystal Dynamics was smart, they'd be like, no, we're not giving you exclusivity for, for Spider-Man. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. He's like one of the best-selling people in the world, right? So a year now, or two years from now, when if the game even even if still viable at this point, okay, right? We don't we don't know that yet. Yet, two years from now, they go, "Hey, Spider Man's out for everybody." Boom, sales go up. They're like, "All right, Xbox is excited. People that didn't buy the game are gonna not gonna buy the game. There's gonna be other 15 characters in the game by then." I just can't imagine that if they sell Spider Man there, then you can't bring Green Goblin in. You can't bring anybody else in, and, you're, and they just said there's no more exclusivity. Right? There's no more exclusivity. I know they want underneath the breath. They're going, just wait a year. Just wait a year. Right? They can't, though, because they're under contract. They can't say it. I don't know. I just find it I just find it a little uh, a little weird. Okay? 
Now, Sarge, I want to bring up, we, we, we're, we're right on schedule. We're right on schedule. We're going to go over time because we had that little delay with the, uh, with the stuff going on. But I want to talk about the leveling system right now. We're going to find out tomorrow when I start playing tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. Okay, 10, 10.30. Let me bring up the Marvel Avengers. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Let me bring, let me bring this in. I'm a little worried. Who's your loadout? I'm a, I'm a little worried about this. Okay, where is it? Do we have? Hold on, I'm trying to find the spot. <clears throat> okay, let me bring it up. Okay, so on the screen right now, this is the the screen where you pick your gear. Okay, now first let's let's start off with the conversation that people are saying they don't like the fact. That the gear that you put on your character, you don't see. It doesn't change. You just get to see, like, the Hulk is Hulk, and they don't get to see the, the power glove that he put on to be more more dynamic and more powerful. And I, I laugh at this because these are probably the same people playing Destiny right now that were bitching that they wanted ornaments on their characters so they could change it the way they want it to look, even though they're wearing different armor, right? So no matter what armor they put on, they can't actually see it, and they actually just have that one ornament that's over there. You, you see what I'm saying? I don't really see a difference there, but hey, whatever, right? So do you think that's a big deal? I don't. I, I think not seeing the gear on them is not a big deal because I want to see Hulk. I want to see Iron Man. I don't care if Iron Man's got a, a new, like, colored piece of gear or Black Widow has a new belt on. I, I, I honestly don't care, care about that. What about you? That's, that's, why, that's why the skins are going to cost money. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is, this is a Fortnite thing. This is an Overwatch thing. You're going to be buying the skins to make your guy look the way you want to look. That's 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 where the f money comes in, which is fine. But I can't get mad because you don't see the gear on the guy. Right. Right. Destiny's first person. No matter what gear you put on, you don't see you it. You never see it. Right. OK. You see it in the in the menu screen. Great. But otherwise, you don't see it. You're you think that other people look cool because you get to see them while you're playing. Right. But you don't see yourself. So I don't see the big deal. But I get it. I get what the complaint is. But let's be honest. If you don't see it, then what's the what's the what's the big deal? Right. Okay. I mean, I'm sure because of the way the game is structured, I'm sure there's going to be quite a number of skins. Oh yeah, I can show you some. I'll show you some. Right. I'll show you some. Okay. So I've noticed the gear here. Okay. I'm gonna try to find another picture of this, but the gear right here is purple. Okay. It's purple. It says 22 power. It says 10 proficiency. And if you notice, it says gear perks. And it has four stars of five stars unlocked, okay? And then if you scroll down, it says next boost is 23 power. And it says zero of 10, okay? Now, again, I don't know if this is how it works yet. Still trying to figure it out. I will know tomorrow. But you see the resources down below, okay? The resources down below say 45 of 5, 225 of 12, and 14 of 12. So they have plenty of, plenty of stuff to upgrade this gear. Now, there is a scene. Let me see if I could find the actual um, Iron Man footage of this, if I can. I think it's right here. Okay, he actually changes it. Let me see. I think he upgrades it. Okay, but here's the thing. There's what I've seen is uncommon, common. I'm sorry, uncommon, rare, epic, and legendary. Okay, I haven't seen a, a common yet, right? I just seen uncommon, rare, epic, and legendary. And on this, it has the star powers. Certain epics have three stars. Certain epics have five stars. Okay, 
Certain uh, uh, greens have five stars. Certain only have one star. So instead of getting gear now, and when you level it up, when you put the supplies in, it goes from power level 15 to power level 16, and that, that one power meter at the bottom there uh, moves up. Okay, like the, the star doesn't move. Let me see if I can uh, get a different shot here. So what do you think? Do you think this is convoluted? Do you think, because if I level up my green piece from 15 to power 16, I can level up, let's say, 10 times. I think this is how the system works. Okay, so I'm power level... I'm power level 15. I'm level 12, power level 16. The gauntlets I have on me right now are power level 15. I have 10 spots I can fill to level up. So from power level 15 to power level 25, that piece of gear is relevant. So it's a, let's say it's a 5-star green, okay? And I level up 10 times from power 15 to power 25, and then after that, it's obsolete, and I move up to something else. Do you think this is a convoluted system? Based on what we're seeing here, we don't actually know. Or do you think this All is right. an okay system? All right, so I'm, I, this is kind of hard for me to explain without confusing a lot of people. But if there is a power number and then there's a star level within the power level, let's just say it's a let's say it's a blue piece of gear, just argument, okay? So if the blue piece of gear is is got a, a power level of fifteen, but the star level is only like level three, okay? So maybe that when you upgrade the gear using resources, you can upgrade the gear maybe to gear power 20, because it says power 10, right? Right, right. So maybe you can go from 15 to 25. <clears throat> I'm trying to find and, the other, and, other, other and one. So, and so you can keep that piece of gear for a longer amount of time while you level if it has the perks that you actually like, right? So then you spend time with the gear, play with it, understand it better, so you're not changing the gear so quickly every time you level up your character so maybe as the game progresses the gear book star level goes up based on the kind of gear it is maybe the purple gear is a four star piece of gear and it has more perks on it where the blue gear only has a three star rating even though you level up the gear you're not leveling up the perk powers you're only leveling up the power itself so it allows you to play with those perks for a longer period of time. Did I say that correctly? Are you with me? Yeah, but okay, so for instance, like this green one that I'm showing right now on Kamala Khan, it's a green two-star, and it only has one perk, right? It only has one perk, and if you look at the next boost, it, it can only level up three times. It can only go from a power 23 to a power 26 for this yep. for this particular thing. Yep. Right? But but just by those three colors alone, I can see I can see the correlation. Just by those, and now I'm using I'm using deductive reasoning. Yeah, I yeah. don't know for a fact. But you just said the green had two stars. Yep. Right. Yeah. Did the blue have three? Uh, it can have three. Okay. And then the purple had four. No, no, no. A purple can right? have one to five. It can have uh, one star see? or five stars, up to five okay, stars. Okay. So okay. So then by that token, maybe that the star level. This is convoluted, guys. I get it. Maybe the star level is the ability to upgrade that piece of gear. So the higher star level it has, the, the, the longer you can put into the gear to keep it longer before you have to trade it in. But it's, like in Destiny, when you were five levels past the gear, you, you had to get a different piece of gear. You weren't, you weren't effective anymore. So the star rating now is how effective that gear is as opposed to the color. So now you're not changing gears as often. It, it sounds... It sounds a little convoluted. I, I, 
I get the color system. I think they're just trying to make it a little bit more convoluted so you don't dump gear right away. So it's more, so the gear is more valuable to you. Like it, you, it's more meaningful to hang on to the gear because I can level up that gear. If 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 there's a perk on the gear, that that's my play style, right? And as I'm leveling, I'm leveling pretty quick. You know, maybe at a good <clears> chunk, <throat> and then I outclass the gear. But I haven't found another gear that has those perks right, on it. Right. So the ability for you to level up a piece of gear for a certain amount of time lets you make you keep the gear more viable. Right. Okay. So if you look at the top, it says defensive rating. It went up 22% because she put a faultless in, uh, in, it's, uh, inception on there where it's the chance of melee critical attacks boost willpower. Right. So she's more of a defensive. She's doing a, like a more defensive build. Now, here's my next question for you. Because they said there's only 300 spots in the vault... Based on this problem. system, problem, one hundred percent problem. Problem. Right? problem. They, they should start working on the vault system like ASAP. If because you, you have six characters, you have six characters, and each piece of gear has one to five star ratings. Right. I'm assuming there's a white. Already, I already a problem. I haven't seen a white yet, but I'm sure there's white. Right. Then Same there's color scheme. Yeah, green, white, blue, blue, purple, and gold. Purple, yeah. Gold. Right. I don't know. I I, I feel like this is. I feel like it's a little bit convoluted system. Now, I, I was a little confused. There's a little bar right here next to the uh, the gloves. Okay, It took me a while to figure this out. But this is just a quick reference guide. So if you look at her gauntlets down here, it's purple, green, green, blue, gold, gold, and then it's blank, blank, blank. That is just the slots that she has on her. Like Right now, they're looking at the gauntlet, and she's only got a green, which is this one right here. Okay, So... In Destiny, you would have to highlight over it to see what you had in there. In this, you don't have to highlight over it because you can see that you have like six pieces of gear in that slot and you know what color scheme they are, right? So it's a quick reference guide like, oh, I remember having a gold three-star and it's in here, right? I don't know. I think I think they're definitely going to need some more, more vault space. <clears throat> uh, maybe you will have to pay for more bank space. Maybe... Hunter. Now they 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 didn't say they didn't say they weren't charging. Well, they said there was no microtransactions besides the cosmetics is what they said, right? They said cosmetic stuff you know, is bank, bank space. Bank space is not cosmetic, <clears throat> right? So I would assume that they're not going to charge. But but let me bring up some pictures here. Let me bring up some pictures because we have we have a lot of stuff. If you guys are not part of our Discord, it's it's been it's if been I pumping can, out some I stuff can. here. If you can find different video of them looking at gear, if I can correlate the fact that a two-star piece of gear is green and a, and no, a blue is three-star. No, it's not. Star, there, I looked. I looked. There was a blue that we saw that was three stars. There was a blue that we saw that was five stars. Okay. Okay. One then, was 15 then, and one was 16. Guess, my guess from playing a lot of MMOs is that the star rating is the ability to upgrade that piece of gear longer. That's probably what that is. You're able to hang on to that piece of gear for a longer amount of time before needing to trade it in. That's probably what that means. All right, so this is the marketplace. Now, this is what they're talking about, that they're charging why all content is free. Okay? Again, free. It's free for now as long as they make the sales. If six the mar- months from now when they right. re- when they Six months they'll reevaluate, and then next year they'll be like, hey, uh... We're charging for DLC, right? We gave you the first year for free, and now they're charging for DLC type of thing. Okay, so what you get inside the marketplace, 
And up on top here, it says remaining days, 31 days, 11 minutes. So these, these things here are there for a month at least, okay? You have... You have legendary outfits, you have epic outfits, you have nameplates, you have rare outfits, and you have legendary emotes and whatever else that they're selling. I knew they were going to be the price that they were, okay, which is like 900 which would be $9, I would assume, and 1400 which is $14. I said 15 to $20 is what probably what they're going to charge, okay? Now, you can say what you want as far as, well, this is just like Anthem, which it could be. Here's the mindset difference, though. Anthem is trying to sell gear of a character you have no attachment to. They have no connection to whatsoever. Okay, Marvel is selling you comic book covers. Characters that you read and saw in a comic book that maybe you were 10 when you read it. And you read, oh, man, I love love, uh, Wife Beater Hulk. (laughs) Okay? I love... I love... Iron Man from issue 165. I have such a great memory of that comic. It's one of my favorite comics growing up, right? And then you purchase that. And your guy looks like the guy that you want to look like, okay? Now there is gear that you can earn. There's actually a battle pass, but no one can clarify yet. There's a battle pass for each of the characters that you can earn the gear in the battle pass by playing the game and doing challenges dailies and weeklies. Or... One of the streamers came out and said, or you could use real money and purchase the stuff that's there. So if you don't want to grind and you just want to purchase, you can do that. But if you want to grind for it, you can do that as well. Okay. Again, I don't know. We'll find out more tomorrow when it's there and I'll take screenshots and everything else. But uh, what do you think of that? Do you think that's bad? Good? What do you think? Listen, I'm old school, right? Uh, for a long time, people made a game, they sold the game, and then they made enough money to pay everybody, and then use that money to start making another game. The way that they talk about things now is, is that they sell a game, they don't make enough money from it, they have to charge you microtransactions for it, they tell you everything is free, and then later on they charge you again for stuff that's in the game that you had for free all these years before. So, I get things have changed, I get times have changed. But I don't ever want to be told that they're not making enough money, that that's how they have to make the money. Right. Because those people don't understand how economics works right. when you sell a video game. Okay. So that being said, if this is the route they want to take, then my only problem is, is that a true nerd who knows the costumes, who knows the different kinds of uh, outfits that the guy could have. They better have it. Is, exact. Is there, is, is, there a way, is there a way for me to earn any of this stuff in game? Yes. If yes. I grind, if I grind, if I grind, can I get wife beater Hulk, I, or can I only get it if I purchase I, it? I, I, I don't know the answer yet, but I do know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I do know there's lots of costumes, lots of emotes, lots of things that you can earn in the game. That's what they said. Okay. Right. They also said that the battle pass you can earn through there, or you can purchase that. The marketplace itself, I would assume, is just purchasable. By right. real money. That's right. That's the part that you know, look. There 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 were many games when we grew up where the game was full of items that as long as you played and unlocked them or found them or bought them in game, you would unlock all the things. And then the game would tell you at the end, hey, you got a hundred percent. You got everything. Right? Now we're cha- we're we're turning the actual effect of 
playing a game to its completion into a nickel and dime contest. Either you earn it in game with their in game currency, or you play with real money. Like that, the, everything was in the game that was in the game. Right. Like I get it. We're trying to make more money. I get it. But at the same time, these options for lazy people, as opposed to people who like to pl- grind out a game, right? It, it's it's an uneasy circumstance for me. I don't like I don't like the conversation. Right. I don't like the fact that you're trying to make me buy something in a game where the whole point of playing the game is to find that stuff to put it on your character. That's the point of playing <laughs> right. the game besides yeah. having fun. It gives me something to do. If the thing for me to do is to earn currency in game in order to buy things in game that were free in game before, then the point of playing the game is now to earn currency, not to have fun. Right. I before it was have have fun, find stuff. Right. Now it's earn currency to buy stuff. Right. Yes. Yes. See, I, I'm a person that never buys microtransactions. I never buy anything like that, right? I, if I can't earn it in-game, I won't buy it. I played Dauntless. I literally finished the battle pass, and at the end of the battle pass, leveling up without bonuses and everything else, I said, you know what? I played this game for 40 hours. It's a free-to-play game. I'll toss them $9, right? And I get all the stuff that I, that I earned. I earned that battle pass before I paid for the battle pass, right? I don't want to buy something that if I don't if I don't think I'm going to finish that game or put that much time into that game to finish the battle pass, I don't want to put time into the battle pass. Hence, Destiny. Okay, Destiny. They don't even talk about how many people purchase the levels that don't get to 100. Right? I I'm okay with this system if they just keep it to the cosmetics, as they say. If you're giving me Hawkeye and he comes with a full like two three hour story. And he's got his own villain, and I get to level him up and play him to level 50 or 60 or whatever the, the max level is, and it's free. And then you give me Storm, and then you give me X-Men, and then you give me Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, but, but to go back but to go back on the point of, I know, listen, I know not everything is free. I don't like the way that they even say that. Like, right. all the content's going to be free. Everything's going to be free. Don't worry about it. It's free. Like, I don't want to hear that shit because... If you make the game and it's a badass game and I want to play it, if they came out with, let's just say, I don't know, like that X-Men series where they have like, uh, X, they'll have like Wolverine, Storm, and Cyclops, just to say. I know they're not Avengers guys all the time, but I'm just giving an example, right? They have Two those three characters, Avengers. right? Right. They have those three characters. They come out with the story for all three guys. They put a little thing together. They have their own guys that they fight. They have their own boss they have to fight that you have to play a long time to find out what their boss is and unlock it. Like, that kind of thing. It's a story. If that came out and they said it was a $20 DLC, I'd be like, no problem. It's it's an add-on portion to the game. It's more content. Here's my $20. Okay. Let's move on, and we add to the game. But, Just like a regular DLC. But to, but to tell me before the game even comes out, like uh, this is what I hear. Everything's free. Do you know how many? I don't even think they know how many Avengers there are. Like, there's over like a hundred. No, they, they in the in they, the in the years spanning they, they Avengers know. when Avengers first. There's like a hundred, right? So you can't tell me every time you guys come out with a character and a boss and some guys to fight that it's free. Like, it's bullshit. I it's a bullshit statement. I look at it this way: they're an entertainer. They're an entertainment. They're you're paying sixty bucks to come watch them perform right you're playing the game you're paying the 60 dollars for the thing if they come out now i paid 60 bucks for the single player campaign which i did my homework every tomb raider that came out with is between 10 and 15 hours of the single player 
just main story. If you do the side story and all the other things and the RPG elements of the game, it's about 30 hours. So I'm assuming with these characters, if you just do a day event, it's probably 10 to 15 hours. Okay? I'm just taking a shot at it in the dark. Now, with the rest of the characters with their own storylines, it's probably about 30 hours. And then when you're grinding the characters up, you're talking about hundreds of hours with the gear and everything that you want to do. Okay? If they bring Hawkeye in, and then they bring Wolverine in, and then they bring Storm in, and then they bring Guardians of the Galaxies in, and they're all free, why why can't I... This is the way I look at it. Like an entertainer on the street. He's playing the guitar. He's entertaining me. I look at it and go, man, that, that was a really good concert the guy just put on the uh, thing. I could literally just walk away. I could uh, enjoy the music and walk away, or I can tip him. Okay? And that's the way I'm looking at for this particular thing. I look at it as a tip. Like, if I'm playing the game for 60 hours, I got my $60 worth, dollar an hour, right? That's what I'm. This, that's what this type of game is for me. If I get 60 hours out of this game, it pays for itself. Everything after the 60 hours, if they give me a story for three hours, instead of buying the DLC for $20, you buy a skin for 9 You buy a skin for uh, 15 You know what I mean? You don't have to. You can earn the stuff. But you're like, hey, man, I really loved Hawkeye's D DLC that was free. And they just could put Ronin's skin in? Oh, shit. How much is Ronin's skin? $15. Oh, that was worth it because I, I loved the story for three hours, right? It's, yes. the, it's the exact same yes. thing. It's like you're buying a comic book now, okay? Instead of opening the page and reading the book, I'm you're in it. I'm you're in, in the it, story. Right? I'm you're in, in it. in the story. So, yes. So I, I look at it that way for this particular game because... This is characters of Marvel. This is 80 plus years of content, of comic books, of movies, of things that you've already indulged in and that you have a connection with. Where like if Destiny does it or Dauntless does it or Warframe does it, they're like new IPs and they're still babies, right? Like if we get back to this conversation 15 years from now and Destiny is still viable, right? And then your, your Hunter is someone or Cade somebody or Zavala somebody and you're playing those characters... You're playing your nobody character. Your guy's a nobody. He doesn't even speak. There's no connection there, right? And you're charging $20 for a skin to put on a guy I can't even see because I'm in first person. But yet I could be I could be the Ragnarok Hulk from Thor, okay? There's a difference there. There's a difference of connection of what you're doing and stuff. I don't know. I, I It might be a double standard, but I really look at this because I don't go buy comics anymore. But I will buy a skin, okay? If they do something along the lines of that for Hawkeye or for Wolverine, introduce a story, it's free, but I can tip them, right? Oh, it's absolutely a 100% of double standard. Actually, I said it. I know it is, but I have connection to, to the thing. I said when Destiny first came out, I was super excited about Destiny. I said if they made this game in, I actually said this. If they did a Marvel game like this or a Transformers game like this, I said I would throw so much money at the skins and stuff because I would be so attached to that my childhood in a game that I could actually play, right? This is a double standard, I know, but I'm attached to these characters. I'm 42 years old. I've been reading comics and stuff since I was five or six about Marvel comics and TV shows and all this other stuff. I know the backstory of Iron Man. I know Hulk. I know Storm. I know Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know shit about my Hunter. Okay? I don't care about my Warlock or my Titan. I don't care about the Dauntless characters that don't speak or don't do anything. They're just, they're just characters. Right? That's it. 
There's no, there's no attachment. There's more attachment to Halo Master Chief because he had a voice. He actually did something, right? <clears throat> that looks like they're going down the Fortnite skin route. Yeah, but Fortnite's free, right? Uh, Blizzard put a new tribute NPC for Rankful into 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 WoW. Okay, 100% uh, double standard. Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare for 15 was worth it because I love the game. Diablo paying uh, Necromancer. Absolutely. Yeah, like if you like the DLC, that's what I'm saying. If they're giving free content out to you and they just constantly and they're actually... I'm more worried that they're, they're going to go back on their word than come out with the DLC, right? One trip, right? We play this game. There's no end game. Like Anthem, there's no end game. You're like, oh, well... And they're like, here's our roadmap. Oh, sorry, roadmap's not. Here's our free content. No, we're not doing free content anymore because there's no engagement. People are not buying the cosmetics. People are not buying the stuff. They're 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 burning down. Okay, that's my biggest fear with a game like this, right? I've waited 42 years for an awesome experience with a game with Marvel characters. I used to play Marvel Heroes, uh, the MMO. I used to play DC Universe Online. You know what I mean? I I like these games, but this feels different and better because one i can play by myself two i can play with my friends right and i feel like they've captured the actual thor and hulk and iron man so yes i know i'm on the hype train i like marvel i'm i'm doing a double standard that i would pay i'm still not paying for microtransactions what i'm saying is if they give us content that's free and i like the content i might throw 14 dollars at them for a skin for hawkeye that's ronin Okay, or Wolverine comes out and I get to do Wolverine. I'll throw them $9 for an emote where he does this or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because I like the comic book I just played through. And that's that's what I'm saying, right? I'm not just saying that, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy these cosmetics just because it's Marvel. No, I'm buying it because they entertained me after the $60 value that I got for the regular game and they start bringing other characters in for free. I might toss them an extra bit of money for skins because I can't toss money at them any other way then because I've already paid for their game, right? Well, I hope it works out for you, 30. What does that mean? What does that mean? Works out for me. It's not my job. It's not my full-time. I didn't adopt a child. It's a video game. If I get $60, I'm done with the story. I put it away. I go to the next game. I play Flight Simulator and move on with my life. I don't care if this game succeeds or not. I'm going to buy it, play it for the story, and move on because that's who I am. I play games, different games all the time. $14, $15 for a skin is still too much. I agree. I think all skins should be less than $10. I think a legendary should be $10. Okay? I, 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 I think microtransactions are the bane of existence. But what I'm saying is if they provide content after the value that you paid for, you can purchase stuff. The The value of, 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 of a BR is not really value. It's a half a game that you're looping over. It's one map. There's no story. There's no nothing. Fortnite at least gives you some sort of story over the season. I think everyone is jaded because of Destiny 2 and the Eververse is all. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. Not just that. There's other games that do a much better job at microtransactions, right? Warframe, people pay for stuff all the time, right? They pay like 25 cents for a new slot for, for you know, you get like 10 slots and they might need a new slot. They unlock five slots for like 25 cents or 80 cents or whatever it is. They literally nickel and dime you if you want to. You could grind for it. You can earn it if you want to. But if you don't want to put the grind in, you pay for it. What's your time worth? 
what's your time worth? Right? There's people that yep. buy a game and then pay someone else to play it for them. That's ridiculous. Okay? <clears throat> Warframe gives you the premium currency a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, you earn stuff. I'm not, I'm not throwing Warframe underneath the bus. I'm saying in Warframe, you can earn stuff in the game. It's a grind. It's definitely a grind. <clears throat> I'm not 10. I don't play Fortnite. I actually like Fortnite Save the World. I don't play BR. I don't play the BR. I, I play Save the World. I actually played BR just to get the just to get the Deadpool skin. I had 12,000 V-Bucks that I got from playing the single-player game. And I was like, oh, they have Deadpool. I like Deadpool. So I... Paid for the I paid for the season pass, which was like nine hundred V bucks or whatever the fuck it was, and I went through this I went through the missions in the in the PVP just so I could play Deadpool in PVE. I love it. Yeah, so that's it. Perfect timing. We're we're like right on right on schedule. I don't know. I know, Sarge. You don't. Is there a skin that you would buy? Is there a skin that you what, look at for Avengers? For Avengers? For Avengers? Uh, you know, I I don't I don't know yet because I would have to see. How the, I, I like to make certain characters look in a certain way, right? So maybe for me, like maybe one of the uh, new Iron Man skins from like from from like way back when, like maybe like one of those, like something that's interesting, like a dark Captain American skin or something that doesn't make him look so like hokey and make him look more badass. Probably there's a. But it all depends. Yeah, it all we... depends. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Look, look at this. Look at this Iron Man you're skin right here. You're staring at your guy a lot. You're staring at him. So I'm assuming you're going to want to change character, change skins often, right? right? You're staring right. at well, your that's, guy. That's another reason, right? Real quick. How many skins of Iron Man are you going to buy? Right? Like, how many skins of Iron Man are you going to buy? I might buy one, and that, that'll be my main, my, my main Iron Man. I don't want to buy, like, an everyday, oh, this is my Monday Iron Man outfit, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do that, you know? Well, everybody does everything. Everyone does something different, but you know, it's it's how you want to look. It's it's choice. Yes, you're. you're what was that? Who said that? Christoph. It's your choice. It's your money. It's your choice. <clears throat> oh no, it was uh, was was was, was just just yes. said it. Yeah, like I said, I I don't buy microtransactions. Like if something comes cool along, I'll 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 buy it. But other than that, I don't. I am excited. Is there anything in the beta, Sarge, that you're worried? about with the game what, what i'm worried about are you worried about the beta in any way shape or form yeah i'm worried sure i told you with a game like this the number of variables that create a fun experience are many right it's not just the fact that it's pretty it's not just the fact that your guy has to move correctly it's not just the fact that the mechanics of the game have to work it's also how much gear drops what does the gear do is it fun to change the gear pieces to do different build sets? Right. Is the game loop fun? Is it going to be just as fun in hour 300 as it is in hour 30? Okay. Does, does, is the, are the, the avenues of leveling a character and bouncing between characters, is it all the same? Or is leveling Hulk different than leveling Iron Man? Like for me, Destiny, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I can use Destiny, Destiny as, an, as a reason. Like leveling all three guys is there's not really that much difference between the three characters until right. you get specific exotic gear that causes them to have power moves that affect gameplay drastically. Okay, otherwise they're all the same. Right. 
right? So is that going to be the same thing here? Is being Iron Man and being Captain America pretty much the same, except just one flies and one doesn't, right? Are the combos <laughs> going to be good? Are the combos meaningful? Can you combo with your boys? Like, is there something that I can do that sets them up yes. for somebody else to do something? Like, yes. that kind of thing. So something that keeps the camaraderie together and you're leveling, and it keeps fun. And in the back of your mind, even though if you're grinding, you're still having fun, it still picks that little... Right, right. Like, it's... there are In a game like this, there are a lot of variables. Why do you think all the games that are like this are constantly changing? Because they're fine-tuning what works and what doesn't work. Some people change multiple times a year. Other people don't change for six years. Right, right. Okay? So... It depends on how you're looking at it. I'm concerned that it looks good up front, but the end game is going to suffer because they're not quite there yet. They can say whatever they want to me about having 80 levels of this or 40 different boards of this, but all that means to me is it's the same three hallways and four box rooms in a different layout with different colors. Right. And is it going to be just as fun? Like, just shouting out numbers of boards you can play, that's not the same. It's not, it's not the same. True. Right. If, if that's going to be the case, then every map, and I mean every map, has to be like the the uh, the Vex world that that changed random locations each time. Every map has to be like that, yeah, where you I, never I, know what map you're going to get. I, I don't remember if they said procedurally generated maps. I don't think so. I think they're they're all like fixed. I think right, right, and like they like they showed you the stand on the platform thing, like, like little puzzles. If, if yeah. that's if that's in the game then I think it has to be more than three types of puzzles. You know what I mean? Like, and it has to be something right. interesting. Like, like interesting on the same level as like when you were trying to figure out how to do the uh, heroic versions of the public events in Destiny when they first came out. Like, you did a public event, <clears throat> but you didn't know how to do right. a heroic version. You had to learn. They need to put stuff like that in the game, and it has to go throughout to keep it interesting. Not that I've done a board or I've done this board. Okay, I've done the board. Like, right. Like, if the, if there's puzzles, I hope there's, like, 15 puzzles that can randomly generate for that one map. You see what I'm saying? So Something. It, something, that's, something. Something that's different. I'm hoping... I'm hoping that the leveling system I know is going to be fast. It was fast in Destiny. It was fast in Division. Okay. It was fast in Anthem. They, they need to they need to slow it down. <clears throat> they have to slow the the level process. The, the reason the reason for slowing down the leveling process is not because they're trying to make you grind. The whole point in a leveling process of any game like this, especially when it, and I know it's not an MMO, but it, it's a borderline on that. Okay, is the fact that you're supposed to grind out the game because you're supposed to learn how to use the character with the different builds. Right. So by the time you get to end game, you are skilled enough to do the raid or to do the boss battle or to do these other things. If I leveled up in a week, okay, 50 levels in a week, and then I don't know shit and they throw me into end combat, right. and then I'm like, I suck, I don't have all the good gear, I'm max level though, and I can't defeat the boss right away because this game's dumb. <laughs> like, you didn't learn anything. Right, right. right. You got to you got to end game in a week and you learned nothing. Right. That's like those assholes who bought their characters from WoW. Like you didn't learn your character at all. I bought a level sixty five or seventy five character, and then when you go to a raid, you suck, right. and everybody in right. the room knows you suck. Yeah, and they can tell right away that you bought that fucking character. Get out of here, fucking noob! Right? Same same principle. It's yeah, the same principle. It is. Yeah, you're supposed to learn the character. 
That's what it's supposed to be about. Right. It's, the fun part is supposed to be going through the game. Right. You, you could be a casual gamer and enjoy playing around, flying with Iron Man or hitting with Black Black Widow. But for the hardcore, I hope there's a grind. I hope there's an actual grind. Like Paul Tassi wrote an article and said he got he played for 20 hours, which is 15 more hours than the people that actually gave it, you know, the reviews that they said. But uh, so two legendaries, two legendaries in 20 hours. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I like that. But again, the legendaries that drop could be one star, two star, three star, four star, or five star. Meaning, go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you a good example. Okay, now I'm, I'm mixing up a couple comic book lines here, but this is for the sake of argument, right? If during a level, there's a possibility of something happening during the level... But it was caused by you doing something else earlier in the level that you don't know about, like you did because you just got the, you're just playing, right? Maybe you 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 blew up this container or you blew up this kind of thing and you went down this doorway and you flicked the switch or what? What you don't know what you did, but you caused something to happen. Now, besides the rank and file enemies, if in the middle of a level, right, <sighs> there's a, a an ominous voice or something happens and all of a sudden a sentinel comes down and lands right in front of you and it's this huge fucking sentinel. And he starts kicking your ass like that's the kind of moment I want to live in a Marvel game. Right. Right. I don't want to keep fighting the same eight guys. They all look the same. And there's a couple of robot guys. You're going to put some badasses in there as well. Like 10 feet tall, 20 feet tall, huge hulking guy, giant with a giant cannon. And he comes in and he bitch slaps you and you go flying mm. like typical. I got I'm on my back. Right. I got to get up, re, you know, re, reevaluate how I'm supposed to defeat this guy, not just go, oh, I got this. Click, 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 done. Like, I think that because it's melee combat, I think that the combat needs to be, I don't want to say too difficult because everyone starts to cry, but it has to be challenging enough that it's not just button mashing that leads to victory. If you're fighting a specific type of guy, you know that you can't do a specific type of move. you got to change your play style. That way, as the game progresses, if there's multiple types of enemies that you're fighting... Now you have to pick which guy you're fighting first. Am I taking out the range guy first? Am I taking out the close guy first? Do I need to take cover and have our range guy do something first before I stick my head out? Because if I stick my head out, I get owned and he doesn't. Like that kind of playability is something that keeps the game like this interesting. It can't just be it looks pretty and I'm mashing buttons because that's going to get old. Now, when I say getting old, I mean done in a year old. Not done right in a month old, right? Because the game is the game. <clears throat> yeah, so I I was worried about Iron Man. Paul Tassi said Iron Man flies just like Anthem. People said they don't like Hulk because Hulk is like sporadic and they can't control him. But I think all the characters, I think as you get level them up. He becomes more powerful and more controllable, right? I would hope. Well, you have to learn listen, learn the character. The game, you got to learn you the character. The game, if you played the game for ten hours, you don't know all the characters. Right. I'm sorry. Let alone you one played character. All the char- you played, you all, the played all the characters, but you don't know. The but characters. you don't know them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, that's the show. Generation X Gaming episode two twenty eight is in the can. We're here live every single Thursday at eight p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights. I do appreciate you coming out. You can hit us. 
up here live on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You can watch the past broadcast on YouTube at 38 Still Gaming, YouTube slash 38 Still Gaming. You can also listen to the, our audio version of this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm uh, uh, over the weekend. I usually post it around the weekend time. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, you can sub to us here, or you can sub to us uh, over on Anchor.fm as little as 99 cents. You can help us out there. Uh, the show is over. Don't go anywhere. After this, we're going to play some video games. I don't know what we're playing yet, but uh, we're going to be playing something. I do appreciate you. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And as always, if you'd like to be a part of the show in any way, shape, or form, you can head on over to our Discord. We have a, a section that we just put up. If you have a question or you have a topic you would like to talk about, uh, there's a generation. It's called Gen X Gamer Questions. You can go there, and we can talk about it on the show. We can bring it up on the GXG uh, micro-episodes. But uh, I'd like to get more of the crowd involved, talk about topics you guys want to talk about and stuff like that. Um, we can answer them. If, it, if it's out of, out of you know, we don't want to answer it, we're not going to answer it. But if you want to put it in the, in the chat, you can put them in there as well. I do appreciate you very much, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good one. Take care, guys. since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.